What's up, everybody? Just a quick heads up before the podcast starts. This podcast will feature two separate recordings, one of which will be talking about the recent news of Overwatch 2's PvE being canceled. So there will be a shift about halfway through the podcast, just so you know. Without further ado, let's just get into the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 15 of the Endless Overtime Podcast. Now, we know it's been a while since uh, since we were last here, but, you know, life happens. Uh, we're here with our usual crew, that bum dark who was an hour late. Actually, half an hour late. Uh, you know what? You are right. Just half an hour. Exactly. So not that bad. <laughs> hater, man, hater. Congratulations. <laughs> With no prizes, you're still a bum. Um, and the lovely Mina, who is here on time, as usual. As always, because as we've established, I am not a bum or degenerate. Oh, degenerate? What I become a degenerate? I mean, <laughs> you've always been a degenerate. Oh, I've been an upstanding citizen of America. You know this. That's cap. <laughs> Hella cap. That, that, that was so much cap. You just deserve one of these. Yeah, no, definitely cap. That was really cheesy. It, but it's it's accurate though. That's what matters. No, nah, man, that hurt to hear. No, it didn't. You're all right. You'll live. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a dad soon. I gotta get the dad jokes on her on point. Oh, fuck. You already had the dad jokes on. Man, you good to go? No, I didn't. <laughs> I never told any dad jokes around you guys. Yes, you Michi, did. Michi told all the dad jokes. Tell me, I'm lying. Nah. Nah. No, she tells them, but nah, but nah. You, you, you ain't no clean suspect. You lived the dad jokes. Right there. I'm completely <laughs> clean. I'm completely clean. You have no proof. Yeah, that's what I thought. No proof. No proof. But look, if only, if only I had proof from like the years of 2016 till now. If uh, only. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't record everything. And I was now. There was definitely no proof at that time. I started calling you father at one point because of all the dad jokes. I think it was 2017 is when that started. No, that was you just became 20, official yeah. dad of the group. You didn't call me father. that because of any dad jokes. You called me that because I was always trying to like keep dark and lady in line and keep them from arguing so damn much we okay, never dad. what kind of what kind of lie was that you never argue i used to argue with lady and mina on the daily it's about nonsense you, yes you did <laughs> real bullshit too infuriate them get sure. heated over it i would never they always they see they got me upset see i, I don't bother them they bother me i'm a bystander that is a lie. You have dumbass ideals. That is a lie. You bother them all the time. Frequent. Anyway, enough exposing me and slander on my name. Let's uh. It's not slander if it's true. That's true. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, first and foremost, kind of see how you guys been doing since the last one. I know it's been a while. What's been going on? Got a year done of gra- grad school, did a whole bunch of fucking art shows in the past couple of weeks, down three of them, 
Um, yeah, and it's been pretty good because now I can sleep in and actually sleep in general. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I've been calm. Uh, kind of life shit still. Uh, I guess gaming-wise, just been dicking around on uh, the new Zelda game, uh, which is fucking awesome. Oh, I hit GM on Zen. Like, just so one-tricking Zen, so that was awesome, too. Nice. Um, and other than that, my allergies have been beating my ass, so if I sound a little nasally, um, <laughs> that's why. No complaints. I guess I've been good, too. Uh, as mentioned earlier, uh, my wife is pregnant. We're gonna be having twins, and we should be knowing the uh, the genders within the next few days. But because of that, it's just been a lot of excitement and busyness we've been doing. Who do you think is more excited, you or her? I think between us, it's kind of equal. Now between mm. our families, though, that's the question. oh. <laughs> oh, what's a tea? They're just, they're just crazy. They hype. <laughs> overhyped or underhyped or like pissed? No, like just over, maybe overhyped. I'm not sure. Bro, old people <laughs> love some babies. She's always telling me that her, uh, her grandfather is always calling her mom. But for oh some shit! So, so he's gonna be her. a great grandfather. They won't call her. They they call her mother. And they bother her asking for new information. <laughs> they don't. They won't ask Michi herself. I don't get it. Because they don't want to bother the mama because uh, she she too busy. Maybe she's too busy her. like being pregnant. <laughs> That's a whole job. With yeah. twins too, it's worse than already having <laughs> one. <laughs> Got two motherfuckers in there. <laughs> yeah, it's been something. So, yeah, that that's what's been going on with me. But I suppose enough about life stuff. Let's hop into this. So, the last episode, we left off anticipating season four. And it's been a while since then. So, we're squarely in the mid-season. And uh, so, I guess let's just jump in. What are your thoughts on Life Weaver so far? I fuck with him. Um, I was not going to lie. I was a little like, eh, I don't really know. Uh, when I saw some of his like uh, pre gameplay, I was like, I don't know. When I read his kit, I, I don't know. Um, but playing him, he's super fun. I enjoy playing him. When you got uh, by me right after getting nano boosted because Lady wasn't in the party and couldn't tell anybody, you definitely didn't know. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, see, you know, look, playing him is fun. Having him on my team is skeptical because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, especially when I'm tank. As so, um, it's fine. I'm saying, like, I wouldn't have pulled you if I'd known you were going to get in that mode. But <laughs> actually, yeah, that's ladies' fault, not ours. So, but, um, he seems a little underpowered still, though. Um, but I don't think he's super weak. Like, I don't think he's, uh, you know, ass ass. But he could use a couple, uh, minor buffs and shit. So, hopefully, in the future, they give it to him. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I I really love his kit. So the the pullback has ended up being more useful than not. Like I haven't griefed anyone with it yet, even on accident. That's been really convenient because I was worried about that shit. Um, 
Personally, I just suck at him because I'm having trouble getting the tempo right. But hey, that's that's stuff that'll like steam out with practice. Yeah, you've been too busy to play, so that's fair. I got that potato aim right now, but you know what? I'm still ranking up, so I'm not bitching. I'm finally out of school, so I should I should just be playing more ranked. I just haven't been doing it. I don't know. I hate solo queuing, but I need to just get over it. Uh, as for solo queuing stuff, man, so I don't blame you. Yeah. As for me, I like him. I mean, he's all right. Uh, I think my main issue is, as far as I'm concerned, he's not better at anything than any of the other supports. So I find, I find problems deciding when I should switch to him. Like, if you don't start the game off as him, at what point would you swap to him? What would require a life weaver? And I haven't found the answer to that yet. I don't see the point in going him over another support who just has like a sharper edge in a particular case. The pull is case. good utility, but it's not that good utility where you're like, I we it's a must pick life weaver situation. Um, he's like I said, he's missing that. I don't know. I don't know what. I can't really tell you what I think he needs. Um, maybe the tree. Maybe a tree buff. Make him do more heals. I think that's definitely. What he needs more than anything, I think the tree's definitely underpowered in this kit, but it's still really good though. Yeah, but I think it's definitely underpowered. Even if we buff it, does it matter? Will it be as strong as like transcendence? See, I I had this idea what if they made it that the tree can contest points? I know on paper that doesn't sound like a big deal, but I think that's actually not a bad buff. That's like, I think it would actually make it. That's what I'm saying. I think if you buff the heals a little bit, um, like up them, and then you made it that it can test a point. I don't. I don't think I'd be ridiculously overpowered, and I think that should be a good, like you know, little addition to it. I mean, that would be really good for like uh, overtime trickling. Let your team catch up to that shit. Exactly, because I don't see how it would be useful in an overtime trickling situation. If if you're on the point and all that's left is like tree and you and you're trying to trickle in, they can just focus on the stragglers. Tree doesn't last that long. So if they focus on the stragglers and then put all their attention on tree, it only has like a thousand HP. It's gonna go down pretty quick if everyone focuses it. The contesting point doesn't sound bad on paper, I don't think, but I don't see how it's gonna have practical use because all they gotta do is kill everyone and then kill the tree. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it'd be like, you know, the end all be all. I think it would just be a interesting change to it. Um mostly because it's like it's a tree. Tree technically has life, right? So it's a it's a being on point. If Bob can contest then, points and he's a robot. Bob can contest point? That's what I'm saying. Bob can test points. Why not the tree? How do you fucking notice that? Holy yeah, shit. but see, he, the only difference is Bob fights back. That is true. But this one heals. It's like, it's like a nice passive Bob. Why. Yeah, but that's why it's scary for Bob to contest point because he's a 700 HP auto aim robot. Yeah, but this is like this is like Gandhi Bob though, but it's like a tree. Like Gandhi Bob. Wow. Okay. (laughs) From now on, when I'm about to use old, I'm just gonna call it Gandhi Bob. Okay. All right. Whatever. But yeah, no. Personally, I just I don't know what they can do for him. I'm I'm not sure tree is where the utility needs to go. But they've already done 
so much to his healing, and they've shown the numbers that he actually does good healing. Oh, yeah, he does. I was sleeping on it. Yeah, so I don't think they need to buff that because it's already pretty good. We don't want him to be another damage support, so they can't make any more changes to his needle. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, his kit is more utility than, like, you know, uh, like, super crazy healing output or whatever. So maybe, I don't know, maybe if Petal was different? I don't know what they could do to Petal, though. But I think Petal what is if, the best uh... thing in his kit because it gives instant high damage. Yeah. What if for his main healing, instead of it, like, uh, just contributing to overhealth and shit, what if the remaining healing dispersed to surrounding teammates? What healing are you talking about? His main healing. Like it was AoE? Oh. A little AoE. But, like, you shoot okay. at one person in particular. If that person is low, they keep all of the healing. But if there's overhealth applied, then that overhealth disperses into smaller petals to surrounding teammates. That's just extra that's... goats, though. Yeah, especially since you know who got buffed recently and running shit right now. <laughs> you know, that's true. We'll talk about that. Is she running shit? I just be seeing. Dude, she is no less everywhere in high elo. She was before. Everyone no, high elo. Okay. Well, all right. All right. What did Beyonce? Like I said, I haven't been playing enough comps, so you know, I don't know what the scene is like right now. Don't get me wrong. There's still bad junker queens out there, but ones who can just play her half decently are absolutely wrecking ass. You two were talking about yeah. different heroes, I think. Are no, we? I'm talking about queen. No, I thought you were talking about. Who do you think I was talking about? You're just talking about Brig? Brig? Yeah. No, no. Brig no, isn't Brig that is bad. Brilliant. Oh. Yeah, Briggs not that bad. Briggs Briggs better. Actually, I think in some cases she's a little worse than what she was. I like her more now. Uh, she's uh, after Zen, she's like my go-to secondary healer. Mostly if I'm getting jumped, like by like a Sombra Tracer fucking Diva, then I'll just go Brig. But um, other than that, not nah, Queen is fucking running shit, man. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about her later. I thought you guys were talking about Brig, and I was just like. Pretty sure Briggs pretty sane. Yeah, no, she's yeah, no, she's fine right now. She and then she named this shit. See, the reason I thought you were talking about Brig was because I was thinking of Brig and Lucio when I was talking about another goats. Just the amount of ah. like AoE healing they could do. And if we make Life Weaver that on an AoE healer on top of that, and there's just all these options for goats picks. But No, no, no. It wouldn't be like full nah. AoE. There would be limitations to it. Like it can only scatter to one person at a time and then it breaks. Like the, the radius of it that. or something. Yeah. A really short radius. Yeah. Like, it's nowhere near Inspire and, or Lucio, at least. No, no, no. And like like I said, it's only when there's overhealth in a situation. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, I understand what you mean. But yeah, no, that that's why I was confused. So, yeah. but I guess that's enough on Life Weaver. There's not much more to say. Hopefully he gets some more buffs or something soon. Some more love. Yeah, in the meantime, we can talk about season four. What do you guys think of season four so far? The aesthetic, the theme? Uh it's cool. I like the battle pass, like this uh space space vibe. I love space the Sigma opera. I love this shit. I love Sigma's freaking uh whole uh mythic skin. That shit's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh nice you know it's crazy too i was thinking about skipping this battle pass i was like i don't know originally i was like i don't know if i really want to do this one because i didn't complete the last uh um 
uh, the last one, so I was like, do I really even want to do this one? And uh, once I saw that Sigma skin, I was like, never mind. It must be done. <laughs> must be done. So. Uh, good lord. But yeah, Sigma skin, love that. Sigma skin is really good. The battle pass was, it was fine. It's okay. Went pretty quickly. Uh, the titles are all right. I don't think they're as good as some of the ones from previous seasons. But World Eater, I want that one. That was a nice. World Eater sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know why they would put World Eater before Conqueror. I think World Eater sounds better than Conqueror. World Eater sounds like the final fucking boss of life. <laughs> like, right. Right, like some Galactus shit like from Marvel, like, eating and worlds. Yet, the last title in the, uh, the Battle Pass is Conqueror. I don't understand. I don't. Conqueror sounds cool, but it's not like the most, like, alright, like, you know, anyone could be a Conqueror. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. World Eater, though? Yeah, no. no, that's different. If you're a world eater, something's different about you. You him. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, that's how past the school, though. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the game balance in Season 4 thus far? Mm. <sighs> it's not bad. Um, I think it's better than last season, for sure. Uh, last season was pretty uh, annoying. Um... Yeah, no. I, to be honest, this is might be my favorite season since season one so far, in terms of the competitive uh, balancing. I'm not saying it's perfect, but season one is still be- the best so far, and a good head above this one. But I think they're on a good upward trend right now, in my opinion. I'm still waiting for for they can fucking buff other than uh, two sacking and GM. That'd be oh my god, please. <laughs> that would be great. Speaking of, I was about to say, speaking of changes, though, a season five is half a season away, but I do think, I just left my head. What was I going to say? I do think they need to consider looking at filling it with more things. Because season season three, without any sort of new hero, felt like a low point. Granted, the uh, One Punch Man collaboration was great, but I don't think it was enough to carry a season without a new hero. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree. The new hero, I think the reason why the new hero maintains so much like intrigue throughout the season, even like halfway through, is because of how it's still limited to some players who don't subscribe to the battle pass. And not just that, but the time it takes to learn that hero, it, it feels like it's newer, longer, rather than a map that you can learn in two, three games. Yeah. On the bright side, we don't have map pools anymore. But so you know, maybe it'll yeah, be that, a little harder to learn that. But um, yeah, no hero next season is going to be interesting. I hope it all turns out well. Because yeah, I really would prefer if the game keeps an upward trend. And I still remember the roadmap they posted a while back. And uh, we're still missing some stuff, like maybe a guild system, a tournament system would be nice. Anything to help? I've been waiting for a guild game. system 
forever. And I don't understand how they, just, they have not put it in the game. I It'd know. be so nice. I know. A tournament would be kind of cool, too. Definitely. We definitely need a tournament system because, man, people would be so much more excited and then find a way to integrate it into the Path to Pro and then you'd just be off to the races. But that's neither here nor there. So, also speaking of season four, and again, we are in the mid-season, which means there are new patch notes. So we'll go over those pretty quick. Let's see. Let's start. Let's start. Ah, here we go. Pro updates for Tank. Right off the bat, there's a Junker Queen. So first and foremost, the maximum ammo of her scatter gun was increased from 6 to 8. Jagged Blade, the projectile size was increased from 0.15 to 0.20 meters. And Rampage now deals 40 impact damage, and wound damage was decreased from 100 to 60. On the flip side, though, Adrenaline Rush passive healing multiplier was increased from 1.25 to 2 times damage dealt by wounds. So, as we can see, Junker Queen can lift through fights a lot longer, if you're good enough, and her Jagged Blade is more reliable. Meanwhile, Rampage now does a bit of extra damage on the impact, but the trade-off, of course, is the wound damage is decreasing, but it doesn't matter because it all adds up to 100 in the end. That that impact, like, damage is very noticeable. Um, Notice it off rip. For sure. Like, I remember I got hit by it, and I think I was on uh, Zen. And immediately, I'm, like, way lower than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> and I was fucking scared. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's good. They gigabuffed her. Yeah, she could be annoying. Uh, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it's just because of the ELO I'm at. I don't run into, like, Junker Queens that are too terrible. Of course... Again, maybe that's just because they're bad. Um, so they're pretty decent, decently easy to take out if you just play certain ranged characters or something like that. Or Reaper. They don't do anything to Reapers. In my experience. But uh, you're making it sound like she's running the top meta, so tell us about it, Dark. Um, there hasn't been too many games where I haven't seen her. The only tank that uh, um, I've seen kind of the on a similar pick rate to her so far is Rom, but Rom has been kind of the the gold standard of a tank this season, uh, for the most part. Uh but yeah, now she's uh she's good, man. I like it. And then Mina. I mean, yeah, her ult has really been wrecking some ass. There's nothing like seeing a Junker Queen ult right after you pop Valka's Mercy and knowing there's nothing you can stop do to like stop the murder that's about to happen. It's been great. Yeah, it definitely makes uh, Kiriko uh, a way better pick, even though she was already pretty good. But it definitely oh, it makes sure her does. like a... You need it <laughs> to counter that ult. You sure do. How badly is this affected Zen? Is he still like the golden boy because of Discord, or are people picking him less because transcendence does not help? No, nah, yeah, he's no, he's still, he's still he's still the golden boy, <laughs> bro. Like, come on, bro, dude. I dude, lobbies are just dude. All you gotta do is just hang out back and just do your thing. <laughs> you don't even gotta have crazy aim. Put your harmony orb on the right target. Discord their tank. 
He'll he'll be good till they nerf Discord. Okay. Or so, they nerf his health. So are like um support picks typically like Zen Kitty Kiriko. or something? Yeah. Zen Kiriko. Okay. Especially since uh Ana got unrightfully nerfed. I don't know what the fuck that was. We'll we'll get to um, it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Before her though, uh we'll move on to Arissa. So her fusion driver damage was increased from twelve to thirteen, and that's it. I don't think it's made a huge change. Yeah, nah, she's kind of still a niche pick, which I'm very happy with because I don't like that hero's design this game. Good. So <laughs> good. Then we got Winston. The damage radius before fall off begins increased from one to one point three meters on its jetpack. I can't say anything about that. I have not been playing enough tank, especially Winston, so I can't tell you if it's like a noticeable change or anything. Uh, and I haven't really seen too many uh, scientists jumping around, so... I didn't play enough Winston before this to know. I mean, that one game, man, popped off. <laughs> that was after this change already went through, so I don't really know what it was like beforehand. Yeah. I played some more Winston after that, but I was just getting my butt kicked because, I don't know, I, I probably can't play Winston without support. I suck too much at him. But a Wrecking Ball, Adaptive Shield, the effect duration was decreased from 9 to 7 seconds. How huge was this nerf? I certainly haven't seen a lot of ball players recently. I have not seen them in a minute. <laughs> Same so, here. Definitely a nerf, and thank God. Don't like it when ball's good. <laughs> he's cool. Fun little tank, but every time he's been good, the game has been questionable. So, And that's from Overwatch 1, too. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, when he's good, the game is still in a better place than when Roadhog is number one. Which I think is unfortunate, because I like Roadhog more as a tank, but When he's like star player, it's just a little. All right, moving on. We have Echo in the damage category. Her duplicate and ultimate cost was reduced by 25%, which is huge. And the ultimate generation was decreased from 5.5 to 4 uh, to 5.5 times to 4 times while duplicate is active. So, you know, it takes a little bit longer to get the ult you're trying to use once you've copied the hero, but I mean this is, I think, it's just an overall, it's a net buff to Echo, I believe. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't, on console you don't really see a lot of Echoes, because uh, she's, uh, it's super hard to play her on controller, so you don't really see her at all. Zim or not, she's still weird, just the way the controller stuff works, because you, uh, even on Zim, you can't move as fast on M and K. Uh, like, let me like M and K. So, either way, she's very rare. Unless someone figured the fucking code, or they play like a weirdo with claw or some dumb shit, then uh, then you'll see her. But it's very rare. Hmm. All right. I wonder when that change came about. Because I remember we used to play Echo and uh, and CGL and stuff. Was fine there. I was mid as fuck. I got, I got, you know, 
let me let me expose myself real quick. That one championship game where I played her, dude, I was doing thank God the new system where you could see stats was like not there because wow, I <laughs> I don't even think I had a medal for damage, bro. I think the only reason why I look like people are like, oh shit, you're doing good is because I think at the end of the game I was on the kill feed just for the final blow, but I was doing like ten damage, like <laughs> so uh, Echo is very uh suspect. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen too many Echoes playing either. Every once in a while, you'll get one that's really annoying, but it's not dominating, you know what I mean? I see them all the time on PC, so I guess she's doing good. She's in a good spot, at least on PC, it seems. Next, we have Junkrat, which is a concussion mind change, and the max damage was increased from 100 to 110, which I think is where it was in what season two or season one it was one of those and then they changed it but now we're back and i don't think it's as egregious this time maybe because people are just used to it and there are so many better things to play than junk rat right now it's my assumption He's been annoying, don't get me wrong, but no more annoying than he ever has been before. I'm not really seeing too many junks going really hard on people. Yeah. I think people just got used to Junkrat, and now they're just treating him like an afterthought. I don't know, it just yeah. feels too easy to project his ammo sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Alright, anyway. Move on. Here we go to Ana. Her biotic grenade. The explosion healing was decreased from 100 to 60. Why would they do this? How did this... She didn't need that. So, I'm lost. Do either of you have any idea why they would do this to her? No fucking clue. In high elo, she was a good pick. Wasn't running shit though. Zen was always the one that's running shit. That's why I was like so shocked that <laughs> I, I saw no no changes for Zen. I mean, I'm not complaining. I hope they don't. If they do, I'm going to be very upset. I like him. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what they was cooking with that one, man. That was uh, I don't know. Maybe the developers don't like her. What are you talking about? There's absolutely nothing wrong with Zen. Obviously, Ana's a real. Real danger in the game. Yeah, Zen's actually probably the most balanced hero in the game, if we're being honest. You know, no, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing overpowered about him at all. Of course, of course. There's no reason to touch Zen. Don't touch Zen. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it's not like he was OP like Genji was. Oh yeah, Genji was just oh, Jesus. They, and he might need. He might be due for another nerf if we're being. For being real here. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you think <laughs> something's wrong with Zen, they just need to nerf Genji, because that'll fix everything. <laughs> oh, man, developers, um, they make me uh, question things. I don't... I don't... I'm tired of thinking about the Genji nerfs. It's so annoying. Like, why do they keep doing this to the guy? Ugh. 
And he's like the coolest. He's like one of the coolest characters. She's like a fan favorite. You think the fan favorite characters they'd want to at least keep decent? Maybe not like meta muspics, but you you think they'd want to keep them, you know, decent to keep players happy? But I guess not. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Baptiste. The immortality field cooldown was decreased from twenty five to twenty three seconds. That doesn't feel that impactful. Ultimately. I haven't played really BAP enough. Maybe Mita has. Oh, I, can't really I say. haven't noticed any BAPs. Me neither. <laughs> Every yeah. once in a while, you'll get a BAP, but it's not like a really common occurrence, to be fair. I but guess he's mostly just a joke then. Just chilling, I guess. Yep. All right. Kitiko. Her kunai reloads after 65% of the animation is completed. It was formerly 75%. And they added a new hero option, which is healing Ofuda cancels reload. So, I haven't tried that hero option. Is it useful? It's useful, but sometimes annoying. You know, it's one of those things. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, uh, no it's idea. better for a switch, though. I've never, I've never done it, so I don't know. It's just what it is. Next, we have Life Weaver and his Life Grip. So, Reinhardt is no longer a valid target for Life Grip during Earth Shatter, and using Earth Shatter will cancel Life Grip. Bless. That's good. Yeah, honestly, I could see some cool tech with that if you and your Life Weaver in a party and you just plan it well. They'll probably expect. You... you might need to try that out. Right, they like they expect the Reinhardt to be getting pulled away, and then like as soon as the the orb of the life grip surrounds them, he just hits Earth Shatter, and they just want, aren't ready for it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that could be used for something. Does that apply to any other ultimates? Because I feel like it could be useful in some situations. Thus far, it does not say anything about other ultimates, so I don't think hmm. so. I guess all the Reinhardt players got together and decided this was <laughs> I mean, it was. Heroes have decided that they can deal with it. I, I mean, if from the looks of it, it seems like Life Weaver is like the... I'm going to go with like basketball terms. He's like the point guard of the team. He's always setting people up. Setting up McCree with like a high noon or like setting up people at high ground. You could set up a Reinhardt with um, an Earth Shatter. You know, it's just my little thought of it. Are you implying Always trying, that's what it gets point. Are you implying that there needs to be a Kuroko no Basket crossover and Life Weaver needs an Akashi Seijiro skin? Is that Oh. No, 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 no trash. How about we do some yeah. real NBA shit? <laughs> Ew, hey, no. Let me get a Baptiste LeBron skin. Jumping up and he dunking on someone. No. That'd be amazing. No. I if, mean, if, that would make sense. If, if Baptiste's like, going to get anyone's skin, it's going to be Jordan's skin because the airtime Baptiste has, there's no one better known for it than Jordan. That is true. You know what? Even though I am a LeBron fan, I can't lie. You do got a point with that. I feel like Soja would get a sick skin because she's always talking about basketball. Uh, I know in the dialogue with her and Lucio, you know, Lucio's like, you want to play some hockey? And she's like, yeah, I'm more of a basketball girl. And then Farrah got the basketball uh, highlight intro, too, like when she dunks. Yeah. Like, uh, make it, make, who knows? 
but 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 I feel like they didn't have and games from the WNBA, but no one knows any WNBA players except and and also one of the biggest NBA players, Luka Doncic, is like a GM Overwatch player, and he loves that's, his game. That's cap. There's no way. He's GM. Yeah, he was in um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Moxie. Uh, he was in his lobby. Yeah, so I mean, like, if one of the biggest and Luca's an international player too. He's not even from America. He's from Slovenia. He's really big in the European scene too. So he'd be a big name, and he loves this game. He's a fucking DPS player. <laughs> so, hey man, who knows? I know that's wild. That's what I'm saying, man. Who knows? Okay, okay, that's kind of cool. All right. So aside from. Patch notes in terms of you know hero updates. There are hero option updates. So this is basically just them adding a bunch of cancelable stuff. We'll just run through it. So for Diva, they added hide booster cancel text and the hide boosters timer. Both of those are off by default. For Doofus, they added a hand cannon UI that you can turn off, but it's on by default. They added hold to use power block, which is off by default. Hide power block cancel text, off by default. Hide rocket punch meter, off by default. And hide rocket punch cancel text, off by default. Damn, you got a lot of fucking shit. I didn't even know he had that. Like, they added that. Yeah. Orissa's stuff is around terror surge, it looks like. Oh, well, yeah, it says terror surge can now be activated by pressing the ultimate button again. Mm. What? Interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I get it. You start Terror Surge by pressing the ultimate button. And then if you hit it again, it will do the actual damage. Oh, okay. Beforehand. okay. I don't remember what button I clicked beforehand. I don't know. This well, Terror Surge is ultimate, right? That's her ultimate, yeah, right? that's the ultimate. Once you just press the primary fire to do it, I'm pretty sure that was it. I think so. Yeah. Seems more useful for console players, I think. Yeah. Because for PC, I don't know. Uh, either way, actually, I just don't think it matters either way. I don't think it matters either way. But it's there now. So, other options they added the high fortify timer, which is off by default, hold to use javelin spin, off by default, and hide javelin spin cancel text, off by default. Oh, well, shout out Rissa players. They got some nice little tech. So, Ramatra block now respects holding the input through being stunned. So, wait, wait, wait. So, if you're stunned, that means you can still like be in the blocking animation. I don't think so. I think, I think before, if you got stunned, when the stun was over. Even if you were holding down block, you wouldn't be blocking anymore. And now, oh, okay. if you get stunned, the minute it's over, you just go back to blocking, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, that'd be insane if you, if you get stunned with a block. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> we should go test that, because I hadn't, I hadn't like noticed anything about Ramatra on that. I've been avoiding yeah. being stunned lately, so. <laughs> but, I mean, it's definitely probably just, like, Brig stun, I'm thinking, because, like... No way, like Hog Hook. You're not getting, you're not getting a Gate Hog Hook or a uh, Arissa Spear. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's what 
we think it is, because the only actual stun stun is like Briggs Shield Bash, because there's no more flashbang. So, so um, aside from that, they added the hero specific options for Matra being able to toggle his block, which is off by default. Hide the mm-hmm. Nemesis form cancel text off by default. Relative aim sensitivity during Nemesis form, which is 100% by default. And relative gyro aim sensitivity during Nemesis form, 100% by default, which of course is only really available on Switch. And the Annihilation Cancel Input is Ability 1 by default. Oh, okay. I don't know how many times I've canceled Annihilation by mistake. (laughs) I hate that shit. I was just talking shit about people who be canceling Annihilation, and here you are, exposing yourself. Dude, I did it the other day in Ranked. Oh my god, dude. I I was apologizing to my team so much. (laughs) We could have won that fight so easy. I think I popped it for like two seconds. How'd you? And then I canceled. Oh man, I, I haven't played Tank in forever, man. I'm I'm washed at Tank, dude. I'm washed. Are you I'm a support to player support now? Uh, I'm a Zen man. You can't be changing this up. All Disgusting. Go back to being a tank player. We need our tank player. I'm a, I'm a Zen man. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. I'm the Yada. Now they need some nervous Zens, and you go back to being on tank. I'm him. I'm the best set on console. I don't know about all that. Undisputed. I don't know. I think I could be any tracer in a one on. If I could kill Ink when he's on tracer and he's a top twenty tracer, and he's on Zim, I think I'm I'm elite. I'm up there. Can you do that though? I have you. Yeah. Fuck that. I've gone against him before. <laughs> like he's been in some of my games. I ran into him. Uh... And he'd be trying me. I mean, he'll usually kill me a couple times because I mean. Most of the time, the Zen Tracer battle, Tracer wins, but I can hold my own. I get a couple in. All right. All right. What did say? All right. For Reinhardt, relative aim sensitivity during barrier field, 100% by default. It's just the same thing with a gyro, which is for Switch. And that's the same thing. It's 100% by default. Hold to use charge. That's off by default. And hide charge cancel text is off by default. Holding to charge. Would you even try that? Would either of you try that? I want to know. No. 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 I like charge the way it is, and I like how it has cancel. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Plus cancel. Best best Ryan buff ever, honestly. Oh, hell yeah, man. Dude, I was so happy when they said they were going to give that to him when this game was coming out. Well, the Reinhardt mains have spoken. Do not hold to use charge. That's dumb. Your finger is going to slip and you're going to hate yourself. Exactly. You, de- you definitely got to like get a crazy, like you get the Anna, like get a, a stupid pull on like an Anna or like a Mercy and you miss it. You just cancel it. She lives. Then you die. She lives, sleeps you, no heals you, you die. Maybe not even in that order. Uh, like you just die. <laughs> yeah, you just die. Roadhog, they hit the whole hog timer. That's off by default. Sigma, his gravitic flux now automatically casts when the timer runs out. That's an interesting change. That's weird. Oh, Actually, yeah. that's probably good for him then. Yeah, that's good for him. Because before, wouldn't it just like end your ult? Yeah, yep. it'd cancel out. That's 
that was stupid. But at least you can maybe get some value out of it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. You just hold it for the next time and just hope someone stupid walks inside it. Yeah. Winston. You can legendary fire, and that's off by default. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> that's such a weird one. Constant electricity. Yeah. Um, wrecking Ball, pressing the quick melee button now cancels roll. <clears throat> and they added the hero specific option toggle quick melee during roll. You should be adding weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Bastion, configuration artillery now automatically casts when the timer runs out. So similar to, similar to uh, Sigma. Although maybe a little more annoying because will it just drop all three in the same spot? Or do you have some time to like kind of jiggle the radius forward or something? I think it just drops them off in the same spot, I think. Because I've, you know, every DPS is, uh, most DPS mindset is uh, the second, uh, you know, you start getting shit on or something. Go the Bastion. Uh, and uh, the other day I saw my teammate he was in his ult for like a minute, and then it just dropped down, so I'm assuming that's what it is. Mm. I could be I wrong, know, though. I don't know if their mindset is just go bash him when you get getting shit on. I do it to troll people. I do it to troll people, too. Bash him's funny to play. <laughs> it's really funny, because I'll do it to troll people, but then we'll just win, and I'll check, and it's like, why haven't I died once? People don't know how to deal with him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, aside from that, they have a relative aim sensitivity during reconfiguration, both uh, normal and gyro, and that's 100% by default. Mm. For Cassie, they, you can hide the dead eye timer and hide the cancel text. For most heroes, those are just the changes. You can hide things and hide the cancel text. But I guess we'll look at the ones that are not that. Let's assume most heroes have something like that. Uh, Echo has a hold to use focusing beam. That's off by default. Okay. He has a cancel out of timer. Genji has a hold to use deflect. I will never do that. And he has a cancel text. That sounds like that char- hold to choose charge bullshit. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You know, I don't know. I thought about it briefly. I was like, is there a benefit? But I was like, I don't know if it'd be worth it to like try and change my muscle memory, so I'm not even gonna worry about it. So yeah. that's a cancel text for deflect. Both things are off by default. As for May, cryo freeze can now be canceled by pressing the ability button again. Oof. And for her, they add a bunch of stuff. Hold to use cryo freeze. There's a one for cryo freeze cancel text. A freeze timer. Default ice wall rotation. It's horizontal by default. I guess you can go ahead and change that if you want it uh, vertical by default. So that's kind of cool. And the alt ice wall confirmation input is primary fire by default. So you can change that to something else too. I might have to mess with that. I can see how that could be of use to me. That last one. But uh, anyway. Moving on from that, all this stuff is off by default for, mo- for the most part. Pharaoh, 
toggle her hover jets off by default. No one cares about that. Reaper, just a bunch of wraith form stuff. Uh, hold to use wraith form. And that's off by default, thankfully. And one for the shadow set confirmation input, which is primary fire by default. Sombra, you can toggle hack. Why would you do that? What the? Wait, what? Toggling hack? What? That's off by default, but you can toggle hack now. So that's a thing. That's dumb. <laughs> would you just be running around with your hand in that like constant weird hacking pose? Well, no, because currently when you you hold, if you want to make if you want to hack somebody, now you just click the button and it will start the hack. And if you want to cancel, you click it again. I guess that works. Yeah. Sour players are weird, man. It's like that one guy on console that plays with his TV on his ceiling. So, you know, I don't know. First, we don't talk about any of that. I've forgotten about that until you mentioned it. I'm so glad I haven't seen that guy yet in my entirety of Overwatch 2. What, you know that guy by like fucking gamer tag? Yeah. Every, he's known like in the con the console community's tight. Uh at least the Xbox one is. Uh everyone kinda knows not everyone knows everyone, but you could be known. And he's known on Twitter too, because he's just the only uh what's it called? Sombra and Sim main like that. That's all he plays. Yeah. Uh you can go Sim. Yeah. Toggle secondary fire off by default. Hold to deploy sentry turret off by default. Teleporter and photon barrier confirmation input is primary fire by default. And default photon barrier rotation is horizontal by default, of course. And high photon barrier timer is off by default. Lovely. You should just uh, get rid of sin. And make our support, please. We'll get rid of her. <laughs> Make her DLC two hundred dollars, two hundred dollar wow. DLC. Ain't nobody. <laughs> Only rich people can play Sim. That's what I'm saying. I feel man. like that'll be even worse. Uh, they subscribe to those rich power ideals. And then you'd see more Sims because if the rich people, if only the rich people can play her, anyone who purchases her is just like I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> Amen. You sure? You sure this the path you want to go down? There'd definitely be less of her. <laughs> Alright, for Torb, they added the hide overload timer off by default. And the tracer blink UI is on by default. Then for Bat for supports, we have Baptiste with an automatic reload setting. Now reloads when both primary and secondary fire up out of ammo if setting is set to off. Oh what? <laughs> what? That the end of that threw me off. When it's off. Yeah, when it's off. That'll make sense. That'll make sense. Yeah. I'm I'm ignoring that. So they added hero specific options on him. Default app matrix rotation is horizontal and app matrix confirmation input as primary fire by default. For Brig, they added Added hero specific options, uh, relative aim sensitivity, and relative gyro aim sensitivity during barrier shield is 100% by default, and repair pack UI is on by default. Kiriko's healing Ofuda cancels reloads that we heard about that earlier. That's on by default. 
mm-hmm. uh, a life weaver, the relative thorn volley, and gyro aim sensitivity is 100% by default. And tree of black confirmation input is primary fire by default. Lucio's allowed backwards wall riding option is now on by default, which is, is smart because I don't know why anybody would have that off. And, you know, most people don't mess with their settings like that, which is why most people still have private profiles. They, really need, to fix they need to remove that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they need to remove it. At least it. In, compa- in competitive. Get rid of that shit, bro. I don't think they need to remove it. I just think they need to make it on by default. That way, people... Because most people don't mess with it. Because most people don't even know where to find it. So if you just let it be, it's not private by default. Most people will probably just have open profiles. Because let's be honest, no one even talks about private profile anymore. That was only a thing way back when. Now no one even remembers it. So if you just like slip in a change, oh, it's on. It's 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 unprivate by default. <laughs> don't mess with that. Most people don't even read these patch notes. It's true. <laughs> and it's accessible to the game too before it used to not be exactly so you know just let it be accessible let the patch notes be accessible but no one will read it and no one will mess with it then we're good <laughs> so hold to crossfade options change from off on to off hold for speed hold for heal oh no what the hell that sounds terrible that does sound yeah. fucking weird that sounds disgusting. No, no. No, no. Uh, Mercy. Caduceus Blaster input is primary fire by default. Relative Caduceus Blaster aim sensitivity and gyro aim sensitivity is 100 by default. And then, added hero specific options, harmony and discord board cancel reload on by default, and high transcendence timer is off by default. And that's mainly the issues. Uh, there are some bug fixes here. I probably won't read them all, but uh, the console ones, since they're so like rare, so they fixed an issue that prevented you from navigating the competitive menu while in queue for console. Uh, they fixed a bug on some consoles that prevented having highlights, and they fixed a bug that prevented players on console from renaming custom game presets. But not oh. all that huge of changes but you know console changes yeah. are rare decided to at least they still remember we exist <laughs> not i mean not really but they sort of try to remember all right finally done with those though so we can get to some of the more interesting stuff what did you guys think about the community made map to lantis This map is weird. I don't know. It's cool because like it's a it's a fan made map, but kind of weird. <laughs> also, don't like that it's freaking uh only like one like part of the map. Like there's no other area. Like if you cap, like if you win that uh that match or that round, go back to the same one. I don't like that. Kind of. Yeah, I feel you. And they could have done something a little better with that part. Uh, overall, though, I like the map. I know Michi and Lady <laughs> hate it. Yeah, I don't. They I don't hate that map. Not that. Deep. And Star, Star, like it is. Oh yeah, Star. 
full on. Well, Sarge just rage quits, quits all the time. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. You make him just a little slightly more mad than usual. He's dipping. <laughs> but yeah, I, I for one thought it was a cool map. I don't know what I don't quite know why they didn't just call it Atlantis because that's all it is. But that's all right. Did you get to play the map, Nina? No, I didn't. I didn't have a chance. Mm, that's unfortunate. Ripperoni. Yeah. It's not there no more. No, it's not there anymore. Oh shit. Yeah, it's a King oh, of the Hill map. Like for anyone, I don't also know why it would have been so hard to keep it in in like arcade or something. Yeah, I don't know. Is it in custom game at least? Like, could you make it like a custom game? I, I don't know. We could check, but I doubt it. Oh, that's whack. Yeah. Maybe if we're lucky, they'll turn it into a real map, but they just add extra spots, and it's not just that one area. Uh, definitely not a competitive map, I'm hoping you're saying. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's going to be competitive. No. <sighs> yeah, they're just going to get rid of the holes in the bottom of the map that you can fall through. But they'll still have the jump pads to get the point. That's a weird map, though, for competitive. I don't know. The fuck? <laughs> it would only be one map. I would... That would probably be my least favorite fucking map. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than Paris? Paris, I don't even care about Paris because like it's not around. Like my least like, like my least favorite maps right now is not like what you like. Like Route sixty six, horrible. Um, worse than Coliseo. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Oh wow. Um, what's that? Havana, awful map. Junkertown, another bad map. Ugh. Junkertown's Junkertown is probably the least bad out of all of them. Rialto. Yeah. You know, probably all takes a game right now is that you just hate sniper maps. Yeah, because Widow's the most OP character in the game, and they'll never address her. But you know, anyway, that's a podcast for another day. Uh, I suppose so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I thought it was a good little map. But moving on, though, to the other new game mode, Star Watch. Did you guys get to play? And what do you guys think of it? Not yet. Nah, I haven't played it either. No, just nothing. No one plays the games, the game modes. No. All right. I did, though. So, Starwatch, it's. They kind of marketed it as PVE and PVP. That is cap. It is PVP with one bot on each team. One is uh, Doomfist, one is Sigma. And then, if you're attacking, you have to attack into all these turrets alongside the actual players. And um, it, it's basically you're, like you're fighting a team full of Torbjorns. <laughs> Bless. It sounds fun. Kind of. So when, you, when you first load it, when you first uh, click it in arcade mode, it gives you the option to either be a uh, a watcher, which will be the attacking team. You're supposed to be the good guys. A mercenary, which you'll just get put into either the Watchers or the Infant Empire by random, like, just randomly. Or you will, of course, be in the Infinite Empire, which, you know, you'll be the bad guy. It's kind of like the Sith. Mm-hmm. And from there, you get to choose your heroes. I think for the Watchers, you could pick between Winston, Ball, Ash, and 
Torb and Lucio. I don't remember who the last person was. It was Lucio and some other person. Yeah, it was Lucio and one other person, but I don't remember who it was. But on the opposing side, on the infant army, you can have a Bastion, a Soldier. I think Sojourn's in there. Um, mm -hmm. Diva, I believe. But don't quote me, because I could be wrong. Uh, they have Mercy, for sure. I saw that. I remember that. And... Again, I don't remember who the last person is. But the objective is basically you're going to be playing on Horizon Lunar Colony, but they've just changed the way the map looks. And instead of two capture points, there's like four. Much easier to capture, of course. It's really quick. But you go in, you try and capture all the points, and when you capture the last one, a little cutscene plays where it shows that you've saved three CHO which is just the Echo skin that you see in the shop. Oh, so, okay. And also, of course, a reference to 3CPO from Star Wars. Hell yeah. So, yeah, the game mode, it's okay, but it's nothing to write home about. If you had to rank it compared to the other ones they've given us, where would you rank it? That's hard to say, because it's not like any other game mode we've ever really played per mm -hmm. se. Uh, usually we either play a PvP game mode, which of course it's, yeah. I'd say it's mainly that, but because it has the slight PvE elements in the terms of you know, some turrets and some bots on your team, it's a little different. So if we're, if we're like ranking it purely based against like the PvE game modes like uh, Storm Rising and the Omnic one, then those are better by far, I think. Especially what they showed us with the recent Halloween one. If we're, if we're trying to like compare it to that, they're better by far. Um, but then I'd say it's better than some of the PvP game modes, because it's definitely better than May Snowball Offensive. And Fuck I think that mode. Probably, yeah, I think it's better than the Yeti Hunting one, too. So, I'd say it sits firmly in the middle for me. It's a little underwhelming, but I think if they did this to try and not show their hand on what they really have planned for the PvE coming up this year, then it's a decent starting point. But if this is what we're coming to expect, which considering the Halloween event, I don't believe that's the case. But if it is, then this is not looking good for us. And that's my thoughts on it. I, I would definitely encourage anyone to actually play it themselves just to at least once just to see what it's like. It Have they even cool. like given any insight on when the PvE game mode might drop? I mean, I mean not game mode, like the story mode might drop? They no? said 2023. So this year but no specifics. And I don't think we're going to hear any specifics until after Diablo comes out. Because I don't think they want to. I don't think they want to pull marketing away from Diablo. They want to let that hit, get the money from it, let it settle, and then they'll start talking about the Overwatch 2 PVE 
That's my assumption. But you're the Blizzard dev, Dark. What do you think? What, uh, yeah. What have the higher ups told you? Um, yo, watch me call this shit too. Um, I'm saying between August and September, PVE will be dropped and it will be announced in June. I mean, um, July. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. When it happens, remember, remember what I said, remember this episode. All right, sure. The man has said his piece on episode 15 of the Endless Overtime podcast. And when it comes out, you have to buy me Dragon Stones. No, I'm not going to do that. What if I get it right? Come on. <laughs> I'm about to be a dad. I don't have the money. But what are the odds I get it right, though? What, what are the odds? Well, that doesn't matter. I don't have the money either way. I'm about to be a dad. I have diapers. That is true. You know, you got, you got a fair. Normally, I would hold you to it, but you gotta I got diapers to buy. I got double. Got mouths to feed. Mouths to feed, clothes to buy. We're lucky. One of our friends has twins, so we are at least gonna be able to just like get a free stroller. I think. But aside, that's from, nice. Yeah, the strollers are expensive. We we went around the other day and like, baby shit is expensive. Yeah, it is for We're real. Okay. It's just like a random Walmart looking at some strollers, and it was just. Why is it so much? And the, and the, the the sad part was the wild part. Every stroller we saw was just for one baby, but we have twins, <laughs> so we can only imagine how much more expensive it was going to be. Yeah, I remember. I freaking I went to a baby shower last year. You know, you got to bring a gift. Everyone said like, you could go with diapers. It's like the safest, you know, option. Mm-hmm. I did that, and like. Dude, I went to go buy them from like a Target, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Why are these so expensive? They're fucking diapers. Who cares?" Oh yeah, you wanna you wanna come to our baby shower? You wanna bring us some diapers? What is it? Diapers. We haven't decided yet. Well, either way, I'll be there when when the when the little ones are born. I'll be there at some point. I would. I got. I got. I got to influence some young. Show no. my ways. Wait a minute. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> don't come around. <laughs> Show them my ways. I don't know. You'd be a terrible it. influence. Do not. Nah, I, I don't want them calling up their friends on the phone at random times and yelling at them just to get on video games. Nah. It has to be done, Correct. though, because she takes forever. She does take forever, but that's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. Either way, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know when the baby shower is, when it's planned. Right if now, it's at a good to... time and I got the money for it, for sure. Yeah. Right now, we have to worry about the gender reveal party, though. That's gonna be on. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you guys after the podcast. Can you do like some cool shit where like you fucking like dunk a basketball, like you you like dunk on <laughs> the sprinkles that comes out? You cut it's out. Like, what? You cut out. I imagine what you said was some wild, wild shit. No. Though. I was, I was saying, can you do it where, like, you, like, dunk on Michi? <laughs> like, no. When the no. ball goes through the hoop, whatever. <laughs> no, she's pregnant. Like, you do some fucking Air Jordan shit, just go flying in the air? No. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, in, in Texas tradition, it has to explode. Uh, of course, it's going to explode. Everything will always explode. <laughs> Texas tradition. <laughs> 
It has to cause a wildfire. If it doesn't cause a wildfire, it isn't <laughs> oh, a whoa, fucking. Whoa, hold uh... on, hold on, hold on. Maybe not that far. I mean, the National Guard has to be called. No, exactly, I mean, exactly. No, if no. it doesn't do all that, it's not a baby shower. Is <laughs> that a real one? <laughs> not a real one. My pregnant wife will be there. I don't really think I want that kind of stress on her. Need them big booms. <laughs> well, what 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 is she requested? And she was like, was like I want, I want an explosion. She wouldn't do that. You sure? I'm positive. I got an influencer. I'm gonna keep bringing it up. No. It's like I do with Five Guys the other day. Not Five Guys. Uh, Smash Burger. That's a little different. She already just has a craving for beef because of the babies. Beef. Yeah. Yeah. Like hard beef. Just beef. She like. Ever since, like it was like burgers and like, shit. Yeah, ever since it was confirmed that she was pregnant, she's just been all. If if she's in the mood for food, you can bet that beef is just a good thing to just put in front of her. She'll eat Some she was absolute act- unit children. Yeah, she was actually like against fish for a while. She was like, it just wasn't in her taste buds. But beef, she was like, oh, I love fish. I can eat fish like every day. Actually, that, that's I said when when she said she wasn't like feeling the fish. I was like, ah, oh, they really are my kids. <laughs> oh, you don't like fish? Nah, I don't like fish at all. Like, nah. What about seafood? Even... Is it just fish or no, seafood no, no. in general? It's, it's seafood. It's not for like oh. either. My my mother tried to feed me fish and seafood. All it just wouldn't go down. Yeah, like I, some of the, I, w- I could tolerate some of it, but if you give me an option, I'm not picking seafood. Mm. Like I'll eat fish if it's in front of me, and you know it's what was made, and I have no other choice. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to want to decide. Oh yeah, let's go get seafood today. Nah, that's not me. Damn, that's crazy. So you don't like sushi or nothing? Wait, whoa! You no, don't like? I don't think I like sushi. It's what kind of weeb kinda. are you? It's been a long time. I'm the kind what of kind? Weeb. You're a failure of a weeb. No, no, no. I'm the kind of yeah. who goes to authentic Japanese restaurants and gets sukumen. Okay. Chill out. And yeah, yeah. Back We're off. trying to flex on us. We're yeah, trying to flex on us. good die. Yeah, man. Man trying to. Man and woman trying to over here take my weed card away. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> what sukumen is. Back up. I know, I don't yeah, not. I haven't had Japanese food in a while, man. I've been fucking. I've been having Korean food more than anything lately. Korean food's so good. Mm-hmm. It sure is. I've seen more Japanese places here than Korean places. I think. Even though I do think. Uh, I Me and my friend were talking about this. I think Japanese food is probably my. Like Asian cuisine, but Korean food is right there, dude. Shit's tasty. You cut out a lot, but I assume you said you think Japanese food is your favorite Asian food, and then Korean food is right there. That's exactly what I said, man. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, we got distracted. There are only two more topics left. We can run through this, and they're very closely related, too. So, first and foremost, this happened, like, a few weeks ago, but the CMA blocked the Activision Blizzard deal from going through with Xbox, citing that it would be bad... Uh, can we talk yeah, about this? Integrity competitively. No. You didn't. Sure? I thought... Oh, no, no, no. It it was... The lawsuit was, like, happening, but it didn't, like, go through yet, right? There was no verdict, no, 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 right? No. That was a completely yeah. different one. That was the FTC. Oh. 
Oh, Jesus. The, uh, the, <laughs> the CMA and the European Commission. So the FTC is trying to block it, but they can't really find like good grounds for it, obviously. So that's that's being tie- held up there. The CMA did block it on pretty trash grounds, if I'm being honest, because it's they're they tried to block it on uh, the allegation that Xbox would be too strong in the um, games as a service realm with like cloud gaming. They're not even strong though. I mean, they are the strongest in cloud gaming. No one else can match them because no one else really does it. So they're not wrong about that. In terms of cloud gaming, Xbox dominates. Game Pass is ridiculously popular. And Game Pass very, is so good. Yeah, <laughs> they have so much good shit. It's very lucrative, and Sony does not have anything comparable. Theirs is not good. And Nintendo doesn't even really do anything like this. So, at least in that sense... They are 100% right. Xbox is dominating. But in the overall gaming sphere, even with Game Pass, they're not leading the... Yeah, the, no. Uh, PlayStation is. No, not even PlayStation. Nintendo's Really? Nintendo doesn't lose. <laughs> I can tell with the, the game they just dropped now. <laughs> they definitely won't be leading. Yeah, so, no. Nintendo's leading... Sony's like a close second, I believe, and Xbox is last place in this terms. But either way, I, the CMA they blocked it, and I think it's pretty. It's a weak block. They don't. Their their reasons are pretty crap. Honestly, at the end of the day, I think Sony's just trying to throw some money around and get people to side with them because they don't want to lose Call of Duty. Potentially. <laughs> but. The Xbox is already said not taking Call of Duty off of PlayStation because it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Ultimately, I'm I just Xbox. I'm just Xbox and God. It felt yeah. right. Yeah. Ultimately, I think this has more to do with people just not liking Microsoft in some way. But that's just my opinion. Moving on, though, after the CMA, this news just came out. Literally today, I saw it earlier. Early today. Was not expecting this, but... Here it is. The European Commission has approved, under the EU merge re- merger regulation, the proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. So, over in Europe, they're they're approving it. So they do they're doing this on the condition of full compliance with the commitments offered by Microsoft. And these commitments fully address the competition concerns identified by the commission and represent a significant improvement for cloud gaming as compared to the current situation. So, for the most part, the conditions were that, you know, uh, Call of Duty stays on PlayStation, all that kind of stuff. You know, all the stuff we heard about before. But, Mm. so, that's at least one part where the deal is being approved. Now, I can't remember if the CMA is in Europe and if this overrides the CMA ruling, but I don't think this has any effect on the FTC as of yet because the FTC is an American thing. Yeah, there's the European Commission, but then the Federal Trade Commission is in America. So let me look something up real quick.
Nah, yes. So the CMA stands by the Activision. So this is news just came out too. The CMA stands by Activision Blizzard decision despite European Commission's ruling on merger. So the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA. Okay, so this is also over in Europe. It's not an American thing. Has defended its decision to block Microsoft's proposed merger with Activision Blizzard in the wake of its approval by the European Commission. The UK, US, and European competition authorities are unanimous that this merger would harm competition in cloud gaming. Tweeted the CMA soon after the European Commission's decision. The CMA concluded that cloud gaming needs to continue as a free competitive market to drive innovation and choice in this rapidly evolving sector. I think this is kind of stupid, but again, we will see how this turns out. This sounds weird, to be honest. I don't really know too much about this shit. I can't really express my again, uh, I full think... opinions on it. Because I don't know the ins and outs like that. I mean, ultimately, I just think this is Sony getting they, they grubby little fingers in the people. <laughs> you don't seem to be a fan of Sony, man. No, I don't care one way or another. I just don't. I don't like their. I don't like how they're framing this because they're they're over here acting. They're saying that Xbox, you know, they want to prevent. They want to be able to prevent people from like going over to Sony by having this enticing game here, and you know, oh, why would mm-hmm. you want to go to Sony and we have this. And that that's basically the kind of campaign they've been running. They're acting like Xbox is going to do some like shady deals to make sure people don't go play on PlayStation. Yeah. But they're just hypocrites because that's all they do. Yeah. I was about to say. Like, like Final Fantasy Seven still has not touched Xbox, even though if you look at like early boxes of it, it said that it'd be on Xbox in like a year. That was years ago. So they, they <laughs> keep paying off. Square Enix to make sure it never comes to Xbox. So that's just one thing they do. They they do other things. So I I, just, I don't care for their hypocritical behavior. I know it's business, but mm-hmm. it's just morally like yeah, morally. Whatever. I'm just like what what how like how dare you make this argument as if you don't do this all the time every year year after year. Mm. So. Yeah, personally, I don't have any problem with Sony, but I just don't care for this argument, and I wish they just let this be. Because logically speaking, from a business standpoint, what good reason would they have to take Call of Duty off of Sony when there are more Sony consoles in America yeah, than Xbox consoles? They would yeah, I was about to say, right? PS5 is like, way more popular than the Xbox. Yeah, they, they would lose oh, yeah. money. It'd be foolish. So, no. No. The other issue I have with this, mainly, is because this is just coming at a bad time where Xbox is already kind of, like, getting kicked because Redfall launched and it was an absolute god-awful failure. It was boring with... It's just an empty open world with really, really stupid AI thus far, from what everyone's saying. And this game was being hyped. So now Xbox really only has one option to get saved by Starfield because they haven't had any other big hitting games come out, I think, since what? Psychonauts? Maybe. 
don't quote me, but I think Psychonauts was the last like really big press game they had. I can't remember how people took Wolong. Oh, Wolong! Oh, people like that. That 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 had a yeah, yeah, really but good. Was it, but was it as big as Psychonauts? Because Psychonauts was like it got hella new. I think it was. Because at least on the streaming gaming space, everyone was Wolong for like a good while. Um, I didn't really care for it only because um. I played Sekiro, and this is—it's kind of like a budget free to play Sekiro. <laughs> so, only uh, you have Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because Game Pass. But other than that, this kind of—it kind of did feel like a budget Sekiro. Uh, but it was cool. Uh, you know, Chinese history is pretty cool. All right. I just heard that like it was kind of hard in the beginning, but it got way easier near the end of the game. Oh yeah, the first boss is like differently. I it like took me a minute. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's way harder than I thought he would be." Lubu, I think. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't like this because this stalling really only hurts everything in Blizzard, and of course, it's also to some degree could cause an issue for Microsoft. And I just wish Sony would stop being a little baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's everything on our topics this week. So, I guess we can go ahead and close out the show. Yeah. Cool, good to be back. It's been a minute, too, so. Yeah, it has been a minute. So we'll go ahead and say our goodbyes. Go ahead and start with you, Mina. Bye, everyone. It was a fun pod today. Uh, see you guys. Stay cool. And, uh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, we'll see y'all in the next one. Hopefully, it comes a little faster. But, uh, that's it. Peace. All right. So, uh, Lots happened since, you know, the last time we had the pod. And uh, so before we dive right into that, though, um, I will say this is a bit of a tacked on episode to the one we did before. So go ahead and introduce some people here because the lineups changed a little bit. So first and foremost, we have dark who you know is a respectable man today was on time always on time you know what's up y'all always is immaculate cat (laughs) so no definitely not always on time then we have mina who is unfortunately it's not my fault come on so (laughs) I, I, i gotta say impartial today mina is a bum Oh fuck! Yes, yes, sir. Well, hi everyone. I'm offended. <laughs> How the yeah, turntables uh, have turned. I don't know why you said "turn" twice, but we're gonna ignore that. Uh, and then, last but not least, we have Star joining us today. Say what's up to the people. Yo, I'm back. <laughs> I've been I've been gone for a while. Gonna try up and return them. Yeah, so Star's here with us today, because I guess the topic is that important. And, uh, and there's me, 
I'm always here because I organize all this. <gasps> but uh, yeah, we're, we're just gonna jump right in because I know there's a lot of feelings today. <laughs> but we'll start off with some start off with some good news first. So first and foremost, the Overwatch 2 roadmap for the rest of 2023 moving into 2024 has been revealed. So season five. It looks like our events are Quest Watch, which is a new limited time event. Based on the picture here, it looks like we're gonna be. It kind of looks like classic, like our classic RPG adventure. There's a, just a big, scary volcano looming in the distance, a castle, some small towns, and like little roads connecting everything. So it makes me wonder: Do you guys think this is gonna be something in game, and we're gonna get like kind of our first look at what like a big kind of like PvE type campaign would look like more than Junker Queen? Or do you think it's gonna be maybe like another browser event like they did with um the uh Valentine's Day event? I think it's gonna be a browser. Personally. I think it's really gonna be like that. Like that stupid Valentine's Day shit. Yeah it has that art style. The the really flat art style too. Yeah. I mean, I hope not. I mean, a new PV, a, a look at what PVE could be, you know, would be nice, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I for one hope it's more of an in game type thing with some depth to it, like the Junker Queen stuff. I mean, the um, Halloween event, Junkenstein, the Bride of Junkenstein thing, but we'll see. Alongside that, Lucio Ball's coming back. Uh, wait. Alongside that, though, right under the quest watch thing, it says mischief and magic. So I think that's pretty clear that season five is going to be very magic themed, fantasy style. And so I'm excited for what kind of skins that's going to show and who's going to get the mythic this time. I think it's going to be a DPS again, right? Unless they. Uh... No, I don't know anymore because uh, they skipped. I thought they were going in an order where it was going to be DPS. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, fuck. No, DPS tank support. But instead, they went to another tank with Sigma. So, so maybe they might do support next. Maybe. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. <gasps> I mean, DPS are getting skipped over for a lot of things. We'll get to that later. So after that, of course, in Season 5, there's also going to be a cinematic reel. Now, oh. I think... From what I understand, I think the little dog in this picture is Sojourns, so I guess we're going to get a Sojourn cinematic. That's my best bet, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, that looks like Murphy. Little corgi butt. Yeah, so, yeah, probably going to be a cinematic about Sojourn. And then, of course, Summer Games is going to be coming back. Hopefully it's revamped in some way. This will be our first time seeing it. Lucio Ball. Hopefully it's not Lucio Ball. We need something different. We need a revamp of Lucio Ball. We need two more maps. That's not going to be enough to make Lucio Ball hit. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we do oh, Reinhardt? Oh, wait, time out. That would be sick. What Just tackling each other. Reinhardt football. Hey, I feel that. I feel that. No. Nah. Remember in, uh, <clears throat> there's an old fucking glitch. Remember in fucking 2016 when Lucio Ball first came out? And it was a glitch where you could be like another hero. Well, fuck, it was like McCree popping high noon. <laughs> Lucio. 
what that sounds awful. <laughs> bring that back. No, but no, seriously, no, they can't bring that back. No, no. <laughs> so, on top of all that, we're also getting a creator workshop mode and a 5v5 mini comp season. So, now, obviously, that seems like, oh, well, the game's 5v5 already. What do you mean a mini comp season? It's just comp. But I think this is pretty clear that it's going to be, you have to be in, like, full teams of five, not just five randoms. You know, not like how you just queue in solo and you get five, four of the people and you're against your five. No, you have to make a full team of five. So this is probably going to be reminiscent of kind of like a tournament mode, I imagine. <laughs> and you can only queue up in comp as a five set, which I think is going to be interesting. It'll finally let some people see how Overwatch is played for real, for real when you play as a team. And it is an entirely different game. So. I think it'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't think the casual base will stick around for it very much, but I think it would be a really nice mode to stick around, in my opinion. Or just make it some... It's good feedback or rules. So, it'll stay. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that all my friends don't have PC because that means I can't play with them. In this. You betrayed us. I didn't betray you. Well, upgraded. Left I got in the past. You said you had it. And then when I got mine, Yours fried, and you never got another one. What you mean I betrayed you? Betrayed me. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I was still on console, though, even when I had a PC, though. I was still on console. I was only playing Cyberpunk at the time. Well, that's so... because, but that's because Overwatch didn't have crossplay back then. Of course you were going to be on console. Who are you going to play with? Exactly, so... I got, a, I got on PC when we had crossplay, and I played with y'all. You can't say shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but you could be playing ranked with us. Uh, you're like GM. I couldn't play rank with you anyway. Smurf. That's a good. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> you, you want to say that a little louder uh, for the rest of the, the rest of the, <laughs> in the back? nah, man, you're right. Yeah, man. Quick play is the move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Smooth, smooth there. Um, but yeah, aside from that, on fire system also returns, which that's cool, but it's not. All that impactful, bro. It I'm never left. <laughs> you just get to see I'm... the gauge now instead of hearing them scream. I'm on fire every once in a while. Yep. But where's the cards? Bring back the cards. Bring back the cards. But uh, I, I need I need a card for most fan hammers, but that's I don't even think that card exists. It did. Not fan the hammer kills exist, but. Just counting your fan the hammers, that's not real. <laughs> you get in the game, you see star. Most fan the hammers, it's like 57. It's like, what are you doing? Nah, it'd be way more than that. Uh, it'd be way more. I miss fucking pay. I miss objective time. Just standing on there as Reinhardt. It's being a payload for most damage blocked. I mean, you get that in the chat. You good, you good. Just looking. It's not the same though. People need to see the card. They need to know I had twenty minutes on that objective. Just not move it. Okay. Anyway, we'll move on. That was season (laughs) five. Season six. First and foremost, it comes with a new support hero. Uh, something called Hero Mastery. 
So I assume it's going to involve us, you know, gaining rewards by playing certain heroes. Uh, which I think at the bottom here is this player progression system, which I think is the hero mastery. So there's that. Um, I think a new game mode is coming called Flashpoint. So hopefully that's good. And then, of course, Season 6 also introduces the story missions. Yeah. We'll get mm. to that later. You hold it. Hold it. I know you have a lot to say. And I will get it. I think there's some sort of uh, overhaul coming to the firing range, too. And, of course, Overwatch Anniversary event will be happening in Season 6. And then there's a little asterisk here that says, and more. So maybe there's a little bit of a surprise that's coming. Uh, and this roadmap for Season 6, though, we don't see any hint at what the season could be about. So there's no little special thing, how we have the space opera right now, or Mischief and Magic for the next season. Hopefully it's, uh, I don't know, Norse mythology thing. Hey, I'd be down. Be a Viking. I love Norse mythology. Be a Viking. I don't know. I any KKK members in on that shit. No, Are we Egyptians? <laughs> let me let me get the Odin Reinhardt suit. Hey, yay, yay! Actually, no. You know Reinhardt will be Thor. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, the hammer. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Fuck, who'd be Odin then? Thor. Thor. I'd be Thor. Could be Thor. Like I mean, kids. I'd be Thor. 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 Or could I mean no, why not? Why not? Hammer enough. But he got it on him. It's not worth it. He's old enough. Sigma? For Odin? Yeah. You wrote I don't think it'd be Tor because uh Odin has the one eye, you're right. With the with the one eye, he has the two little birds, and I bet if they do the skin right, they could make one of Torb's turrets a bird. And it's just always watching his back. Who'd be Loki? Probably Junkrat, all skinny and scraggly and shit. <laughs> I can see it. Or maybe they'll make Sigma Loki. And it'll just be the Battle of the Tanks. Could do that. That could be cool. There's a lot of shit they can do, man. Yep. Egyptian would be cool, too, like Star said. Yeah, but it's all just speculation. We'll see what it is eventually. Moving on, though. Uh... Season 7 and beyond, it says. We'll get a new tank hero in Season 7. So, you know, those DPS players just had a look for a while. <laughs> no, no, don't like this. Yeah, they don't like Y'all us. got enough already. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's literally more than double of everyone else. Like, we've been starving since Overwatch 1, supporting tank players. You were a DPS player in Overwatch 1. Shut up. Bro, that was like in like season two, bro. I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> bro, fake you switch it up. You didn't switch up till Goat's hit. That's cap. We, we have a lot of options. Like, we do have a lot of options. Are really usable. Like, yeah. Really, really talking. Most of them aren't usable. That's so unfortunate. Like, you look at them and you're just like, I'm not going to play this hero. I'm going to play this hero into that team. Bro, you don't want to play Symmetra? Ah, what am I going to do with Symmetra? <laughs> We'll play. We'll play. Um, Bastion. It's really Tracer, Widow, and like Sombra, Hanzo, occasional Bastion. Play McCree. Occasional Kree. Yeah, but it's really like Tracer, Widow, making. Play Reaper. 
Ah, picks. <sighs> well, okay. Yeah. New paint hero is season seven. Uh, there's going to be a new collaboration Manga. along with the limited time mode. So back when they did the Doomfist one, developers blog, they expressed interest in doing like a Dragon Ball Z collab. Please. 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 There's no telling if they actually got it, though. So we'll see. Let me get the Torb Goku skins. There's never going to be the Torb Goku skins. Shut Let me get the Torb Goku skins. M-U-Y Torb running around. No. Bro, bro, can, I, can I please get Baju Baptiste? Please. I could see, you know what I could see? I could see Ramatra Vegeta. Nah, he's, too, he's, he's too tall. Okay, then Ramatra is too tall. But, you I can see Ramatra as the Piccolo skin on, bro. Come on. No, no, no. I can see Ramatra. The Turban. Ramatra Goku. Well, you know, Piccolo could work too. And whenever he goes all um, Nemesis form, he just like gets the orange Piccolo. Saiyan or something. I don't know. Reinhardt could be the ox. Skin. Orange that would be so cool. Yep. Yeah, it's his new form. Ew. And Beast the Gohan. Grill, the grill master. Whoa, whoa. That's the grill master. Sick. Oh, that would be such a cool collab. Yeah, so. Need it. Here's the hoping. Personally, I'm hoping for a Naruto collab, but that's just me. I'm going to be cool. cool so, as long as Genji gets a skin, don't care. As long as he gets a skin, I don't care either. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, after that, we got a new control map coming in Season 7. Control. Cool. As well as a new winter event. Hopefully it's different from last year's, because last year was just, like, just all the... All it was the just the reuse of, uh, like, the, literally everything, right? Of I the May stuff? I didn't play last year's. No, they just put in all the old game modes, but they didn't actually add anything new. That's whack. Oh, that's so whack. Sometime in Season 7 and beyond, there's also the new Hero Mastery missions, which are multiplayer. Well, I mean, I guess they're, I guess Season 6 we get the Hero Mastery missions, and then in Season 7 we get new ones. And this oh. one specifically says multiplayer next to it, so I don't really know how that's working. Uh... There's also going to be a Roadhog rework in Season 7. Bless. Yeah, bring back the one shot. Bring back the one shot. No. No. Please. Bring back so the one shot. Season 7 also says fan favorite modes return. They better not bring 2CP back. Good luck. <laughs> Do I'll it. I mean, if they, play, if they replace Push, I mean, shit. Nah. Bro, nah. why did I find myself missing Push is this? still better than 2CP. Nah, yeah, I they, take two CP. No, you won't. You'll actually. I, I, I think you trip a dark. You'll play for a little bit, and then you'll remember why you hated two CP, and then you'll nah. be like, you'll, you'll be like, yeah, you're right. Push, push ain't great, but it's better than two CP. Anything but Temple was okay. No, Temple no. was the worst one ever. Just because it was no, just Widow no. dominant. Temple was not the worst one ever. Paris Temple was, was the worst whatever. This I know Paris you're... doesn't count. That map was in there for like a, a month of rotation, so it doesn't no. count. Same no. thing with Horizon. It's still 2CP, and it's part of the reason everyone hates 2CP so much. Paris Those maps don't Horizon. count. They, they've been out of rotation for like two nah. years. It doesn't matter. We remember them, and we know how trash they were. You can't just excommunicate maps. Bro, I don't remember. Matter. Like, I promise you, I don't remember like playing on Paris. Like, I just know it as a deathmatch map. That's it. <laughs> no, I remember playing on Paris, and it sucked. No, I'm PTSD, bro. I miss Volskaya. Uh, 
I'm just hearing the announcer going, Welcome to Voskaya Industries. Take me back. Voskaya was, right. was fun. Voskaya and Hanamura were right, but I'd still rather see the announcer say, Welcome to Esperanza, than hear any yeah, of the trash. Like, bro, when I see New Queen Street, bro, I just get upset. Well, no, when I no. see Esperanza, I, think, I get upset. I think, the re- I think the reason people hate 2CP so much right now is because two of our three 2CP maps are dog. Coliseo oh, and New Queen. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Push. Coliseo and New Queen Street are just disgusting. But Esperanza is actually relatively good. It's decently balanced. Enough flank routes where it can actually be useful. If I play 2CP, I have the most fun on Esperanza, but Coliseo, every time I get on that map, I feel like I'm just locked into a sniper. <laughs> locked into a sniper. Just gotta play Hanzo. Map. Yeah, like, gotta play Hanzo or something. Half the map. And the new Queen Street, I don't even know what's wrong with that one. Just something about it that's off. Cause yeah, it's not... It's like, ugly. Looking at the map, it doesn't seem like there should be a problem. Playing. It's push. Well, something about I've, I've only had really one-sided match matches on New Queen Street. It's like it's never been yeah, back I, and forth. That's the thing too. I never get competitive. I re- never really get competitive game modes like that. I do. <laughs> I'm all the time, of course, but I do. I say that as I remembered having match in New Queen Street earlier, and we just rolled the fuck out of them. But I digress. That's not the point. It's just one memory, and it was recent, so it, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. But hopefully that doesn't come back. I don't. I don't care what you guys say. Two CP needs to stay, stay buried. The maps can come back and like rework. I maybe miss maybe Winter Hanamura maps. Maybe they can use the maps for this new Flashpoint mode. I hope that's what they do, and we can get the maps back and have that nostalgia again. But I don't want Two CP back ever. Dude, Winter Hanamura looks so fucking beautiful. It did. Uh, what's next? What's next? Oh, uh, cinematic debut, so we're going to get more cinematics coming in Season 7 and beyond, which that's not really surprising. Uh, competitive Misty Heroes returns. It's okay. Oh, yeah. We had GM one of that. There's a Sombra re- rework coming, too. Which I... Sombra, oh, bless. Just remove hack, please. <laughs> remove there's hack. a point to the hero if you remove hack. Really oh, that's too bad. Together. Yeah, good to do that. No more Sombra. All right, all right. So we'll I'm on the bad wagon. We'll see how you feel, Dark. If people just say delete Roadhog altogether, I'm okay I mean, with that at too. this point, he's ass, bro. So it's not even worth it. With he's it. not even fun to play. Okay, all he's right. not even fun to play. All right, but uh, after that, though, there is this thing called a lore codex. I really hope they don't take the Destiny route and put their lore in some. You just gotta read it because that's just Please, you know, no, bro. I, I never did that in Destiny all the exactly. time I played. If they don't, if they don't realize that that's not gonna work, like had they not seen Destiny at all, Destiny at all. I mean, in, unless we get like the birth of like some god tier narrator that like reads the lore videos, then I'm okay with it. Other than that, no. <laughs> like you read it, and there's just like some kind of like cinematic going on. At the same time, or something. I don't know. They have to. I don't know how they finagle that. They can't just have this be something you read because no one, yo, know, if they do that, that they, they, they will fumble the ball. 
Overwatch players can't read. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't read. They don't shower. They don't do nothing. Yeah. Overwatch players don't read. They don't shower. They don't go to work. They don't go outside. Nah, they, they, they all pale. They all of this. Pale, crusty, and crusty. All got back problems from being hunched yeah, over. All got back problems, hunched over. Man, they jittery because all they do is drink gamer subs. <laughs> know the deal. Yeah, no, no, no. All they got is like fucking Mountain Dew and Cheetos and gamer subs next to them. Dusty fucking orange flex on their fingers. <laughs> nah. Blizzard uh, can't possibly think this lore codex is going to work because they've what? never been in the vicinity of a female. No, they haven't ever been in the vicinity of a female. But yeah, no. Nah, the Overwatch community is just a bunch of gremlins. So they, nah. They don't read. Really <laughs> They gotta be smarter than that. It's not gonna work. But speaking of lore and PVE and uh, yeah, dog, this is in a crisis. Overall, Overwatch is this is not good. So for anyone who somehow is part of the Overwatch community but has simultaneously been under a rock for this, <laughs> um. The PvE experience as we know it, the PvE experience that was promised to us, has been cancelled. So, uh, pretty disrespectful way they did it. There was a recent developer stream, and it was a developer stream about Starwatch, which, uh, that mode's not that great. No one gives a shit about (laughs) Yeah, no, no one cares about it. They harped on that Star Watch and the making of it and how they did the systems and all that kind of crap for like like what like 30 minutes and then reserved yep. the last 10 to 15 minutes to break the news. Oh by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh by the way, PVE, yeah, we scrapped all that. So so I do I do uh, want to make it do want to make something clear. PVE has not been scrapped per se, but the important parts that people really wanted the endlessly replayable part and the hero talents those have been scrapped so we're not getting that what we are essentially going to get is a campaign and probably a campaign that's going to be cut up each season so we'll get new stuff now I think that could be okay personally as long as the story missions don't get taken away from us every season so if we get story missions introduced in season six, it says we keep them as we move into season seven and they just add upon it. But because I don't want to, I don't want any new players to come and they're like in, we're like in season 11 and they can only play season 11 story missions. That'd be terrible. That would be whack. On top of, on top of canceling the endlessly replayable part of PVE. Which I think, what do they call them? I think they call them hero missions. On top of canceling the hero missions, scrapping that, and now you can't even play the full story? Oh, that would be, oh, they'd be a rock bottom. That'd be the fattest L. Just, uh uh. But, um, I guess that's enough backstory context kind of stuff. So we can go ahead and just, yeah, open discussion. Thoughts on PVE as we know it being canceled. (laughs) What was the point of Overwatch 2 then? Why why did we have this game? We had a perfectly 
a great one. Well, you can say one of the best shooters ever in Overwatch 1. It was left neglected for years. For this PvE thing, they, they showed missions of it in 2019. It actually looked kind of cool, too. I can't even lie. And now we're not getting it. We're just getting an expansion. and a, That's all we got was a battle pass and a shop for this game. And we could have still had Overwatch 1. And they could have added, they could have just added this stuff like literally in the game. Like, oh man. Well, what the fuck, Blizzard? I don't, I don't say that's true. They could have just added the stuff in the game because Overwatch 2, as we know it, is on an entirely different system. Like, so they can't just add it. They would have, something would have happened to Overwatch. They would have had to have a gigantic, they could have had a big ass update. Well, yes, that's true. I suppose the way you're looking at it, yeah, they could have just added it. I was, I'm, I guess I'm thinking of it differently. But, yeah, they could have just added it. The two really was for the PvE. And, I mean, to be fair, we are still getting that. Um, it's just not, it's not how we envision it. Although, I, I won't lie. I, I guess it's not really PvE, it's a campaign. I wouldn't yeah. call it PvE. I want my money back. You think PvE, you think like kind of Borderlands, Diablo, you just get to keep grinding, get new stuff, new gear, make yourself better. Oh. So fucking dumb, bro. Give me my $30. Give me my $30 back now. I I need it back. Bro, you get rid of Overwatch One entirely. Got bought the thirty dollars pre-order edition because I was hyped about PVE. Just to just be slapped in my face. Blizzard just well, I don't know if I can say that on the pod, but Blizzard just smacking me, disrespecting. One my <laughs> Okay, so for most of this conversation, I'm probably gonna play just a little devil's advocate. I don't actually like. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I don't like any of these choices, but. It'll make better conversation if I do challenge it a little bit. Um, yeah. You say you want your $30 back, but it's still going towards a campaign content. Let's not act like the money we spent isn't still going towards future content development and future story missions. It is. It's not exactly what we wanted, but we can't sit here and act like we're not getting anything it's just not the full vision that we hoped for, which they shouldn't have promised it, but at least we're not just not getting anything. I'll say that. We're not, we're, they didn't scrap everything, at least. Ooh, that would have been an entirely different can of worms. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, like, the only reason I've really been clinging on to Overwatch 2 is because I wanted, like, all of that PVE stuff they showed me. So now I just don't really have a reason to play like that. So I'm I'm hoping this campaign that they're gonna do is gonna be good enough to draw me back, but I'd like highly doubt it. Well, don't have a reason to believe in them. That's not cap. That's not cap. The one thing Blizzard is good for is a story. Uh, that's true. That, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the one thing they're good for. I have no doubt that their campaign's gonna be solid. The only issue is that we're missing out on the endlessly replayable stuff. Just I just, I just don't understand why, why can't you come out with the full fucking thing? Why, like, 
Like, it just... It will explain to me. What were you about to say, Mina, before I... I was like, I don't think they really gave an explanation as to why. They were just like, we're scrapping it. Goodbye. Oh, no, no, no. They gave an explanation. It's just really shitty, and it's not the dev's fault. So... So this is what's happening. So this... uh, we'll, We'll jump into kind of like the last topic here as to why Jeff left, because it does loop back around. So... There were some leaks recently as to why Jeff left Blizzard. And the primary reason being that, you know, he's sitting here and he's working on Overwatch. And contrary to what we thought, the plan for Overwatch was always to be, it starts off as a shooter. And they were always planning to build it up into PvE type missions and stuff. And then eventually turn it into an MMO. So even though, like... Originally, Overwatch was supposed to be an MMO, MMO. named Titan. Yeah, an MMO named Titan. And then they scrapped that and decided, okay, shooter. But eventually, the team working on Overwatch, Team 4, they always wanted to eventually bring it back to an MMO. So at some point, Overwatch was going to be... was going to change from being a primarily a... Excuse me. Primarily a shooter game into an MMO game with all those kind of like endlessly replayable functions, but you still had the shooter. And it was gonna, that was going to be Overwatch at the end. So, quite frankly, there was probably going to be an Overwatch 3 at some point where they like... Oh, them. hell no. I'm not going to lie. That's probably what was going to happen. I can't... Hell but no. I'm not there. I will not be there. No, no, no. But listen, but listen. <laughs> See, if the, the, we wouldn't be saying this if the vision had gone the way Jeff wanted it. The issue was people above him they said no. And so it's not just that they said no. They they wanted him to switch the game model they had and move towards kind of towards the PvE vision. But at the same time they said to go ahead and do it, but they didn't give them the resources they needed. Because, I mean, if we think about it, this is a team that primarily did PvE games and things like that. They were new to shooters. They needed all hands on deck just to do the balance. The and they caught fucking lightning in a bottle. Like you can't get more luckier than how they got with the release over on Tron. You can't. But mm-hmm. but but the point is, they had to deal with the balance. They had to keep making new heroes. They had to do like all the abilities for that. They had to make the maps, all this stuff, and they didn't have the team to put extra resources towards also doing a PVE. Because we, we saw what happened when they tried to focus on PVE. We ended, up, we ended up in a drought. So clearly they couldn't do both. They didn't have enough people. So, so that's how that started. And come, what was it, BlizzCon 2019, where they revealed Overwatch 2, and they showed the talents and everything. Again, they don't have enough people, and at the top, Bobby Kotick, he, he still won't give them enough funding to make it happen. And so, despite the new, new direction and Overwatch 2 coming out and everything, they get, they're making a lot of money from it, but again, they don't have enough people. Because all this time, they're never getting the amount of people they need to actually take on in this, this endeavor. And the Blizzard uh, devs have been quoted saying that it's easier to make a brand new Overwatch hero than to add the talents. 
because when you think about it, they need like three skill trees basically for each hero, and we have like thirty something of them, and there's going to be a new hero every other season, and so they need to keep doing that. It's it's easier for them to just make a new hero, so they they can't they can't keep up with the amount of content they need to make on top of providing us with the experience that we want to play in terms of you know a competitive shooter. So, as much as it sucked, they have to make a decision. They can do the campaign, but they had to scrap the other stuff because it wasn't viable for them with their current team. And they figured that as much as it would disappoint the players, we would prefer having a decent shooter, the game we've been playing for, what, six, seven years now? A decent stretch. (laughs) Don't act like Overwatch 2 has not been good. Shut up. It's uh, good. Uh, season one was good, maybe. Season one was good. <laughs> season two, like season two. Okay, you can speak for the PC scene, console scene. I don't know. <laughs> scene was always dry. Let's be real. But look, all I'm trying to say is, they could continue making a shooter that was clearly very profitable. People play it. People enjoy it. It's free to play, which is, you know, just that's even more people than they had before. And they could continue doing that. Or they could potentially leave us in another situation where we don't get any content. And even though it's free to play, we're just not getting anything. But Or the amount of content we get, like the, the polish of it is just lackluster. Like just terrible skins, bare bone events, like nothing, nothing at all. While they work on the PvE, that they've also been quoted saying that like the the sheer amount of time it would take is like a several year project. It'd be like making a full triple A game. They don't they didn't have the time. They never had the time. They didn't have the time or the resources to give us what we wanted. But the devs can't tell us that because they just lose their jobs. So they have to tell us what the higher ups say. And so every year or every developer update we we hear about, oh yes, the the PVE and how great it's gonna be and all that kind of stuff. Even though they knew themselves, they're not stupid. They knew they couldn't have done it. But what are they going to do? They can't tell the president. It's like, no, we can't do this. He's going to be like, well, do it anyway. My so, thing is like, why do like, fuck division, man. Fuck PVE. We could have just still had the same game we had, just updated. It right. would have been great. I understand, but again, it's not their not their decision. Oh, I mean, man. sure they want to do PVE, but. I mean, they clearly realized it wasn't going to be viable, but at the end of the day, the higher-ups decide what they do. And the people within Blizzard have been... They've been quoted, kind of. Um, it's, been, it's, been, it's been made clear that Bobby Kotick will make a decision, and then he'll have you start on a path, but later he'll come back and switch up what you're doing, and all your work was just worthless. He's been known to do that, apparently. So... Uh-huh. Yeah, their work environment is pretty shit. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're really just over here catching it on both fronts because they're the front-facing people. So we're shitting on them. They know that this isn't what they want, but they can't do anything about it. They can't say anything to us to absolve themselves of any responsibility, even though they're not particularly at fault. And then on top of that, their boss is just total shit. A scumbag. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's kind of in the situation. Uh, personally, 
I'm really hoping that the Microsoft deal goes through because hopefully then, of course, Bobby will be gone. Activision Blizzard will move into the, under the Microsoft umbrella and hopefully they could get proper funding. And if that happens, maybe we could eventually see the original PVE vision that they, that they hope for. Maybe they actually have enough people on the team and they can make two separate teams. One solely working on the PVE and then another team working on like the shooter aspect of Overwatch. And at that point, maybe we can get what we want. But right now, they just don't have the resources. Mm. I hope so, dude. <laughs> I would fucking hate to be a Blizzard employee that's like actually super invested like in their work. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, I feel bad for them, bro. Yeah. But again, don't get me wrong. I say all that to say I am still rather upset. I don't like that we were lied to. Because at the end of the day, um, it was a lie. Uh, From what I understand, they knew they weren't going to be able to do the PvE before Overwatch 2 came out. They've, They've known that long. So, you know, I'm still pissed, but. Yeah, it wasn't. I remember, I think I saw something that originally when Overwatch was going to come out, we were actually supposed to get six new heroes. And instead, we only got three because uh, the other three heroes were they're working on their quote unquote like hero, you know, uh, class tree or whatever. So we could have got off rip, you know, uh, Sojourn, Queen, Kiriko, I'm assuming Rom. Uh, Life Weaver, and then whoever the next support is. We could have had Overwatch with those characters off rip. And then freaking uh, whoever, I guess the new tag is, that's coming in, uh, what is it, uh, Season 7? So, like, what the fuck? (laughs) While that would have been interesting, I don't know if that would have been a good idea. We know how one, just one hero, like, shifts the meta Crazy. Six. It's a new game at this. I mean, this this is they were trying to market a new game, that new fucking new metas entirely. But six heroes, Jesus, that, that would be it, it would actually feel like a new game chaos. though. It, six at one time. It would, it would be chaos, no doubt. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just saying though. I, I mean, look. Realistically, other than Sojourn running the game at the time, because if we're just going how the game, how like uh, would I put it, a uh, launch day went, Sojourn was running shit. Uh, release ROM was not that good. Like people had to point out that this motherfucker's slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Life Weaver is not really that good either. So would it have really swapped up the meta that much? Re- like real talk. Yeah. Would it have really? Queen got nerfed on release, so Queen wasn't really that great either on release. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. If we look at the actual like timeline, Queen was released, and she was busted. They nerfed. Her. I'm just saying, like, if they went on launch day, I know, but 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 think about this. They were able to nerf her because she was like kind of the only hero out that they had to look at at the time, and they were able to. Properly see her issues and why she was so strong. So, if Release Queen comes out 
on top of release Rom and release Kitiko and release Sojourn, all of them were busted. Well, except Rom, but all of them were busted. So automatically, you would have had a meta of Queen, Kitiko, Sojourn, offer it. Because all of them were busted in the beginning. I Life disagree Weaver, only because the, only the route they. Life Weaver is the only I one just, who's just like, bleh. And maybe right now, yeah. Rom is running. <laughs> Rom is running like uh, top competitive right now. Like he's being. And Queen. Watch League. But yeah, but they, they buffed Queen. But Rom has been doing this for like uh, since sometime last season. So. It's that ultimate. I mean, if you really look at it, if they'd all been released at the same time. Queen would still probably be busted because you can't. It's harder to look at um, it's harder to look at heroes in isolation when, like, say three o three overpowered heroes drop at the same time. Which one is really the problem? You don't know until you hit all of them or hit one. If the problem's still there, oh well, we gotta hit the other. Oh, is it still there? Then you go, okay, now you hit the third one. How long would that have taken? I don't, I, don't, I disagree only because the route that they were going is that they were released one at a time beta. Sojourn came out first in beta. Everyone said she was busted. They did nothing. Whatever, fine. Then Queen came out in the next beta, which was for the open beta, like the public beta. Everyone realized, like, yo, this character is fucking good. And then mini goats happened, and everyone was like, hold on. Let's tune this down so our game doesn't start off with goats off rip. I feel like if they went that route, They'd, they probably would have had a couple more betas then at that point, because then they probably would have had a Kiriko beta, another open uh, open beta for Kiriko. People would have been like, this character's kind of good. And then maybe another one for Rom, if they went that route, because they weren't they didn't just release Soldier and Kiriko and Queen all at once. There was separate... They came out when the game dropped, but there was uh, at least a time period where you could play this character when they dropped. And I think they probably would have done the same thing if uh, Life Weaver and Rom was supposed to drop as well, I think. I don't think Blizzard I mean, afforded to do more betas. I think what would have happened is that they would have released two heroes at once instead of one. And it would have been like Sojourn, Queen, Kitiko, Rom, and then Life, Life Weaver. Weaver and whoever the next support is. I think that's more likely to have happened. But I can't. I don't think... Two at a time doesn't seem that bad, though. What? Two at a time doesn't seem that bad, though. Releasing a hero in a beta, two at a time? Two heroes at a time was in the beta right before Overwatch 2016 came out. And it was like, it was like what, Diva and Genji, right? Diva and Genji. And people from back then said that it completely changed the game. So I think two at a time can be extremely impactful. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, I didn't know. That's fair. I don't know, man. It's just ugh. fucking hell, man. This couldn't have gone any worse. Like, like real, real talk. No, that's, that's not true. We could get no PVE, and we only have... I, I, at this point, I don't give a fuck about PVE at this point. Like, now I don't even care. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. I care. I still want to see the story. I still want to know the Overwatch lore. So I'm going to be invested regardless. I just... Won't. Come out with a Netflix show, like Cyberpunk. I mean, that'd be smart, too, <laughs> yeah. but that's not the point. Um, uh, that would be smart. How do you how do you feel about all this, Mina? I mean, honestly, it's super disappointing. But hey, at least they're trying to, you know, give us some content. I, I I do like the idea of like 
different hero stories coming in intermittently that way at least it's not a complete loss and honestly i wouldn't be surprised if those are just revamped like pve stories that they were going to release that's why they're able to come up out with them so soon but i don't know man it's not overwatch 2 it's just overwatch that's that is a true statement it is ultimately just overwatch you well, think if uh hypothetically yeah do you think if overwatch 2 was like never in concept let's just say they just stuck with overwatch 1 do you think we ever would have got the 5v5 or we would have just stayed with 6v6 i'm also the mindset i prefer i think i prefer 6v6 to 5v5 i don't prefer 6v6 because it came to a point where but again, I'm a DPS player. As a DPS player, 6v6 was an inferior experience. You just didn't feel impactful half the time. Especially as the game drew into the later Double season, shield. In the double shield. As a DPS player, 6v6 was terrible for the game. And you have to consider the fact that this, at the end of the day, this is a shooter game. And the vast majority of the player base are DPS players, I'd say. So... For most of the player base, I'd say the game probably did not feel good. So if, if hypothetically, no Overwatch 2, they weren't working on any PvE whatsoever, if they kept up with balance properly and Double Shield wasn't what it was, maybe it could have been good. But I don't think that's possible because at the end of the day, they still had Overwatch League and their entire purpose as the highest level of competitive players is to find the most broken comps, <coughs> use them, and I think that was the worst thing ever. I don't think so, but I, there, there's no possible way that Overwatch League players don't find some version of Double Shield because that's how, that's how it came about in the first place. The average player didn't think of that. The top players mm-hmm. thought the top players messed with the heroes, looked at them, and saw. So if we just play nothing but shields and don't take damage, well, we win. And that's what happened. So no matter what happens, if you allow for like two shields in the game, there are two tanks. I think it's always going to ultimately be a a less fun experience for the player base as a whole. I don't know, man. I, like I said, I've never liked the Overwatch League, at least the way they've handled it, because they dead just like push the fuck out of it and drop the main game. And just for it to flop, like just for Overwatch League to flop, even if the last league was like good in terms of like the gameplay, viewership is one of the worst in esports. No one gives a shit. And Overwatch is such a hard game to even promote as like a a league because there's so much shit going on. Even with five v five, forget six six v six was crazy because you know a bunch of shit going on. But even with five v five, it's like. Jesus Christ, like, no average person's really going to tune in like that. Because, like, what the fuck am I watching? If I never played this game, what the fuck am I watching right now? No, 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 I understand what you mean. Um, I'm, I'm not going to act like the Overwatch League has handled promotion of the league properly. But I think, at least as a fan, if you're actually just watching the league, and you, if you ignore, like, how they handled the promotion, if you're just watching the league and you have a team you like, it's really, it's really fun to watch. You get to see some cool ideas, maybe learn something. So I enjoy it for that. The only problem, only thing with me is that I just don't have the time to watch it, mainly. I have to try and catch but, games at odd hours. But that, that's me 
personally. But also, too, what's the percentage of people that are like you, though, that enjoy like that? Not a hot, not a lot. I'm pretty sure there's more people that don't give a shit or haven't even watched it than people that do. I mean, but I'm not don't... saying there isn't a, a percentage of people that do enjoy it. I'm sure people, I know people that love it, you know, that are super into the league. But for the most part, it's like that shit was just a waste. <laughs> yeah, but I'd also say that, let's be honest here, the current generation has the smallest attention span yet. You yeah. have to do a lot to try and keep keep them, you know, focused. And sometimes I, I just I don't think that's possible. Especially again, because of how they handled the promotion and things like that. I don't know why they stopped putting it on Twitch. That was like the hugest L. I think it was like the deal that they had or whatever. I know there was a deal, but I mean the amount of viewership you lost from moving from Twitch to YouTube. That was bad. YouTube money does not make up for it. Only people that were making good moves from Twitch to YouTube were people that already had like gigantic established audiences, and they were just solo streamers anyway, not like a company of an yeah, esports. That was just a bad idea. That that was not smart. That was just them being greedy. Yeah, no, that that was that was a bad one. Um, we've kind of faded from the topic, though. So I don't know how we got onto the Overwatch League, but. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were talking about the point of Overwatch Two when uh, if if it would have been what we thought the game would be if they never even thought of the concept. And I gave my answer. What do you guys think, Mina Star? Um, I don't even know, bro. I think, like you said, Double Shield would have found its way, like no matter what. And I, I'll be honest, if like if it would have stayed. Like Double Shield and all that, I would not be playing Overwatch anymore. Like I, I barely played it after Double Shield came out. I just kind of waited until Overwatch Two came out. I wouldn't play. Well, I don't know how that would affect. I, it. Think, I think there's an argument to be made though that if they actually had a full on like team that was balancing, do you think Double Shield would have been as prominent as it was? Yeah, I don't think so. It would have been no. Dark, you're freaking with, with balance. Mm. Even if we get rid of the Overwatch League, even if even if we ignore that. The high-level top 500 streamers—they found the strats too. People, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying that it wouldn't have like came about, but you think well, it would have been as lasted as long? No. Yes, because there's more than just one shield hero. There's more than just two. There's Ryan. There's a, there was Arissa. There was Sigma. There was uh, Winston. There were four of them that had shields. You 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 nerfed two to get rid of double shield. A new version is going to pop up with like probably Ryan Winston or something like that. I don't know. Say you nerf them. Mm. Say you nerf them. And now all the shield tanks are kind of crap. Who's going to be happy about that? Especially because Ryan is one of the favorite heroes in the game. So Ryan Winston was never a double shield issue. We're we're talking about Sigma Orisa. (laughs) If they just nerf those ones, then we would have been all right. I'm saying there was going to be another version of double shield no matter what you did. But what what ver- what version would there be? <laughs> I don't know. Ryan, there had to, there... Ryan, Marissa. Just because they nerfed them together and made, they made them less viable together doesn't mean you can't pair them with a different tank and find a new strategy for that. Right, but Ryan Arissa not has been proven to not be as good as Arissa right. Sigma. That was the issue. It's proven not to be as good. But if you nerf both of them to get rid of double shield, what's the best now? The point of the game back then was still take as the smallest amount of damage as possible. 
the best way to do that is with shields. They were going to have shields again. The game kept going towards shields after a certain point. Double shield was always going to happen. There's no way to really avoid it. And you can't forget that they were always going to be adding new heroes. There's another shield See, I... game as we speak. Well, for Matra, it's not the same because it's on the timer, but the philosophy back then was different too because the game was less about the speed and the pacing back then. So if they kept the philosophy, which they probably wouldn't have any reason to change it, all things considered, because we're not moving into 5v5, they don't have a reason to try and speed up the game like that. So they keep the philosophy. Ramatra Sealed would not be on a timer. It would probably have a certain amount of health. He places it, you can't move it, and then it dies. It'd probably be something similar to Orisa, but just a different shape, not a dome. So now you have a fifth shield tank, and he can do this Nemesis form thing. Double shield's happening, again, just off his release alone. He has good poke, nemesis form, his ult is stupid, and the shield? Come on. But who said Rom would even release then? In Overwatch 1. Who said, who said, like, he would even release? This is clearly an Overwatch 2 character. I'm Overwatch, talking about if Overwatch 2 was never coming about and they just stayed in Overwatch 1. No, 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 no. Ramacho's not an Overwatch 2 character. Ramacho was teased in the Storm Rising cinematic event. Well, I'm I'm, I'm not saying Ramatra like himself. I'm talking about his current abilities. I don't think Annihilation probably would have been his ult. <laughs> I think it would have been in there because it would have been easier to stop back then too because it gets uh, the shield stop line of sight. So that's even more reason to have double shield. This new character comes in whose ult only gets stopped by not having line of sight and shielding is one of the ways to stop it. Oh, mm. all the shields. I don't know. I think this just comes down to Arissa being the, one of the worst launches of like character and I, and I doesn't belong in the game. You. I don't <laughs> disagree with you that Arissa was a launch. Arissa was terrible, and she's still kind of terrible now. But the way the game was trending, just I mean, look at look at the timeline. Just from like what season? When did when did Goats launch? When did Goats come out? Season what four? It was twenty eighteen. No, it wasn't yeah. season four. What? Triple Tank was season right. three, but there was a good minute before it showed up. Okay, so, so it happened whenever Brig launched. So season five, season six, somewhere around there, Goats hits. And from that point forward in the game, everything was about high health pull, shields, taking no damage. <coughs> and when Brig being in the game alone, you, there, was no, there was no going back. It, and we, got, we just got worse heroes after that with like that. So. Uh, no, Dark, I don't think anything would have changed the direction the game went. And I would star on this one. I had the least fun with Overwatch during Goat's era and Double Shield. I had no fun playing DPS. I didn't really like tank like that. And if I could go back and look at all my competitive seasons, there's just like blocks of just blankness where I didn't play at all because I why would I play that game? There was no fun to be had as a DPS player. And I think that's part of the reason I still don't play today. It's just like a sour taste in my mouth. Like, I try to play comp sometimes, but it's just, it's disgusting. And I didn't want to have anything to do with it. So, no. No. If, if Overwatch had kept the pace it was going at with double shield, nah. It, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't end well. So many people left the game for that reason alone. It's part of why we think... just creeped into death in the first place. It was no, no. 
but with that creep into death, wasn't that because they were like trying to focus on Overwatch Two? I feel like oh, if they would have kept rounding things, they they were focusing on Overwatch Two, but... but all their streamers, like all the big streamers, Tim, XQC, guys like that who had a huge following, they left the game, and a lot of them left because they didn't like Double Shield, they didn't like Goats, they didn't think it's what a shooter should have been. They weren't enjoying themselves. And the amount of influence they had, the following they had, it led to a mass exodus of players. And then those that were left, they were kind of just like holding on. But it was more us holding on, hoping for a light at the end of the tunnel than us really just, you know, this is the best game and those guys are just wrong. But I think if we didn't have, like, that light at the end of the tunnel, I think the developers and the higher-ups would have been, like, forced to, like, okay, clearly Double Shield isn't working. We're going to have to, like, switch and actually listen to what the people want. I think that would have brought back streamers and people actually playing. I don't think Double Shield after that, because that would have just killed the game, like, outright. Maybe. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a what-if scenario. There's no telling, really, but... I don't know. What do you think, Mina? You're dead. No, you should not be dead. No, I'm here. Uh, I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm just choking. Um, <laughs> what do I think about what? You just zoned this out. Uh, A little bit, sorry. We were talking about the... What would have Overwatch been like if... You know, it was never in Overwatch 2. We just kept kept going we were going. Uh, for sure, I think. So, just, like, going back to the debate about, like, whether it would have stayed 6v6 or 5v5, I think they would have definitely had to do something, and they would have come to a fork of the path where, with how tank progression was going, they would have had to choose either 5v5 and keep the tanks like strong and fun to play, or ultimately nerfing all the tanks in a six v six format, making them weak little tilly bitches like uh, Roadhog currently is, and making them unfun, but in turn making it again more fun for the other DPS and support players. So it would have been a weird dynamic, and I I personally think five v five ended up being the best way to go with it because you ended up having to buff a lot of the tanks or reorient them to play in that kind of situation and it made the balancing a lot easier in the long run yeah 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 i can see that i don't know man i just miss my ryan zarya duos man i miss it i understand what you mean ryan zarya was fun but ryan zarya was never really like that anymore, which sucks. That I don't know. I'm thinking about the glory days. Yeah. I think it was so strong. If Overwatch. You were yeah, but you know those glory days are gone. Back when I enjoyed getting on the game, I was hype. <laughs> now you got your uh, Winston Genji duos. That's what you got now. Whack. Racer. Doomfist. <laughs> Bring back, bring back DPS Doom, bro. I miss it. Ain't you the tank Doom's cool. I like Tank Doom, but DPS Doom, it was just more smooth. Oh, yeah. DPS Doom but, was definitely more smooth. I guess I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I don't hate uh, Tank Doom. Like, I enjoy it. I play him. He's fun. 
it's just uh, TPS doing was him, bro. Even no matter how broken he was, he was yeah, him. No matter, no matter how trash DPS Doom was, yo, when you're playing him, it just felt fun. It was fun. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like Tank Doom's not it was fun. fun. Uh, I know some people don't agree with me about that, but I don't think Tank. Nah, Doom Tank Doom is fun as fuck. No, I'm not. I'm but saying, I don't think he's nearly as fun as DPS Doom. That's my opinion. DPS Doom was way more fun. DPS Doom would be so great in this game too because there's so many less stuns. Like you would actually have free roam to like put in work. Yeah, oh man, and I miss Uppercut too. Uppercut was such a good ability. Okay, what's the next topic? We've been lingering on. I guess over Overwatch one for too long. Uh... <laughs> The only thing Nostalgia I watch. I think the only topic we haven't talked about yet is the recent developer update, which of course this loops back to PVE. So, all right, I'll read a bit of it. Kind of long. I don't know. Eh, it's not that long. Okay. Hey all, it's been an emotional week in the world of Overwatch. A few days ago, we talked about our change in approach to PVE in Overwatch Two and released a high-level roadmap for the year. We're really excited for everything we will be launching soon, but much of the discussion this week has been about how we're canceling PvE outright, which isn't accurate. So I want to take some time to discuss some of that with you here. When we announced Overwatch 2 in 2019, the idea for the game was centered around the PvP game we released last October, and on the PvE side, story missions and hero missions. So, okay, he's gonna go on to explain it here. Yeah. Story missions focus on fast-paced co-op gameplay, as well as story, cinematics, and cutscenes that expand the world of Overwatch. Story missions tell a linear narrative about the heroes of Overwatch reuniting and battling the Noondole Sector threat, pushing the story of Overwatch forward for the first time since our original game released. These missions take place on huge maps with new enemies and new cinematic. We will begin to release them in Season 6. The work done here is amazing, leaps and bounds above what we've built for PvE previously in our game, and I can't wait for our players to get their hands on them. We'll be sharing more details there in the coming weeks. So, first and foremost, it looks like we'll be getting more news about this hopefully soon. I mean, Season 6 is a ways off, but they're saying the coming weeks, so it's not going to be months away before we hear anything about it. Kind of story mission sounding you guys now that they've kind of like fleshed out exactly what kind of experience we're going to be having uh, I don't know I mean I'm going to play it like without a doubt but uh, <laughs> just going to have the thought of like the cancel PV on my mind but as long as it's fun to play with people yeah that yeah that's that's important I'm fairly certain that the mission we saw from the 2019 BlizzCon was a story mission. I don't think that was a hero mission because they didn't show anything about any talent trees in that. So I think that's definitely just a story mission. And if that's the case, we already kind of know what it's going to be like. And the, the response from the Overwatch community was that it looked fun and they wanted to play it. So at least as far as that goes, I think we're going to get what we wanted and probably even a little more scaled up version. 
At least I hope so. True. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's most likely going to be recycled PVE content that was supposed to make it into that segment. So, you're right. We probably have already seen snippets of it before. Um, but otherwise, just thinking about it, like, four months isn't enough time to make a fully fleshed out story mode unless you're going to make it shorter, which I, I hope they don't do. I'd rather it be what was supposed to be PVE than them starting from scratch. Well, Again, I think I think we're all thinking about this the wrong way. I feel I don't think, from what I understand, Overwatch 2's PVE was going to be the story missions and the other things called the hero missions. And so we were going to get the story mission stuff regardless. So they've probably already been working on this. It seems as some just they started now, and they're just going to do four months of work. They've already been doing this. And it's just going to be released like seasonally, I think. So maybe they they'll have extra time to do like some of the more further off story stuff. Because I don't think with the way Overwatch is right now, and since it's a free to play game, I don't think there's going to be a, a technical end to the campaign in a single like season's release. So we're gonna get some here, and we're gonna get more season seven, eight, nine, whatever. And they're just going to keep building on the story. But, yeah, no, they definitely already have, like, probably a fairly huge chunk of just story missions complete. The real thing that was giving them issues, I believe, was the hero missions, which, actually, yeah, that's right here, so we'll just read it. We'll see. Okay, so it goes on to read, Hero missions, or hero mode, on the other hand, encompassed an in-development game mode that allowed players to upgrade individual heroes through talent trees, providing a deeply replayable version of PvE in Overwatch 2. It was a really exciting concept, something that not only resonated with players, but that the team was passionate about and really dedicated to. This is the mode we're no longer moving forward with. To give you some context for this change, I'd like to talk about the past and the origins of Team 4. The Overwatch team was founded in the wake of a cancelled game at Blizzard called Project Titan. That game had many facets, but at its heart it was an FPS MMO. The Overwatch team, especially at its inception, considered itself an MMO development team. As we transitioned away from that original concept and started creating Overwatch, we included plans to one day turn, return to that scope. We had a crawl-walk-run plan, Overwatch was the crawl, a dedicated version of PvE was the walk, and an MMO was the run. It was built into the DNA of the team early on, and some of us considered that final game a true realization of the original vision of Project Titan. When we launched Overwatch in 2016, we quickly started talking about what the next iteration could be. Looking back at that moment, it's now obvious that we weren't as focused as we should have been on the game that was a runaway hit. Instead, we stayed focused on a plan that was years old. Work began in the PvE portion of the game, and we steadily continued shifting more and more of the team to work on those features. So, yeah, by the sounds of it, hero missions were just going to be, like, story missions, but with talent trees and replayable. So, no, they definitely have the story mode already set. Man, it's just such, like, a, <clears throat> a shitty situation. But, side note, 
Who the fuck wants an Overwatch MMO? I know it's what the developers like wanted, but real talk. Do any of you want an MMO Overwatch? I don't. I wouldn't give a fuck. I want to shoot things. Uh, as, as much I as I like play. MMOs, I don't think I would play Overwatch MMO. In all honesty. Right. I, just, I would. I don't know. I don't maybe know. if they introduced it as an MMO like they originally wanted to, then sure, maybe. But the fact that it's been a shooter for me, like all these years, why the fuck would I care about it being an MMO? I don't know. I don't know what kind of like the what it would look like in looked like in the end. Who knows? Maybe it could have been like amazing. But maybe. But I'm personally I like MMOs, so I think I would have at least tried it and I probably would have enjoyed it, especially if you know, it's an MMO of a game I already like. As much as as much as we shit on Overwatch and kind of things going on with it right now, I still say it's probably my favorite game right now. But I, I understand some of that's nostalgia and some of that's just really enjoying the characters of the game. But I could see myself playing the MMO. Like we uh, even though even though you wouldn't probably think you play a dark, I could see you doing it. Because think about this. You're on Overwatch. You're fucking hating comp. Just there. You've been shit on by this one random fucking ball player who just threw you into his lines. And the enemies in Yada always kept you discord. And your supports weren't helping you. And you just got pulled by the life weaver off the map. And you're done I don't play tank. Today. I play support and comp. You, 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 you know what I mean. <laughs> you play tank. Don't lie. Bro, Star, what was the last time I played tank? Tell him. You don't even remember the last nah, time I nah, played nah. tank. Dark, Dark is actually a support player now. It's not the I'm a Zen what player. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, you're done with Overwatch for the day. You're, well, you're done with PvP for the day. You're pissed. You don't want to do it anymore. But you know, your friends don't want to play some Overwatch. So, you know, instead of instead of playing PvP, y'all just decide to hop into the MMO version of the game. You get to just talk mm-hmm. shit, do mindless stuff. You don't have to worry about trying to, like, beat any story missions or paying too much attention to things. You can just point, shoot, click at some bots, have a good time chatting shit with the guys. And the I think you forget who I play with. I play with Ink and Star. All we do is play shooter games. No, all we do, like, you know, we, every game we play is only competitive. <laughs> Wait, we, bad. we don't... <laughs> that's, that's bad. Because we were, we were literally talking about playing Monster Hunter the other day. So you're lying through your I know, I said Ink and Star. Uh, I'm, Ink and Star I'm, I'm very competitive in Monster Hunter as well. Yeah. We can show them, but... I understand. You, you get my point, though. There are other games yeah, yeah, yeah. aside from just shooters. And I'm not saying just Ink and Star. You play with me too. We would we could play an MMO and just chill. You, me, and Star, we could play an MMO and just chill. You, me, and Mina, you, me, Star, Mina, Lady, Michi. You you know, you know at some point you end up playing Overwatch MMO. And it would just be like a de-stressor and wind down, and then you get off. But you'd probably be a little less pissed if than if you played that PvP match in comp and then just got off right after that because what else does Overwatch have to offer? But more I play Zelda, Tears of the King. Right, but you don't do that after you got off Overwatch. <laughs> saying, you'd be playing that alone. I'm saying like, you know, you still want to hang out with the with the peeps. You just play some Overwatch MMO or something. That's a very niche you? thing. Not uh, I mean, I probably you're would, like if everyone... You're arguing, you're arguing about it, but you probably end up doing it. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah, if everyone played it, then sure, but would I really give a shit about it? Like, would I really, like, really... 
oh man, let's let's grind. Let's uh, I don't know. Not my cup of tea. No, I understand, <laughs> but I'm not expecting you. I'm not expecting you to give a shit about it. But everyone's not like you. There was a there's a huge chunk of the player base that's just casual, and they want something like that. So as much as as much as just it seems like just Blizzard will want the MMO, the player base has wanted lore and things to replay and everything. And what is more endlessly replayable than an MMO? Not much. Exactly. So for the community as a whole, that would probably have been a huge success, especially when you consider most of Blizzard's fans came from games like Diablo and World of Warcraft. An MMO and an endlessly replayable uh, hack and slash game. They definitely would have loved Overwatch MMO. You wouldn't. But that's just you. Most of Blizzard fans would have hopped on that. Fuck those nerds. Okay. <laughs> All about me. I'm the main character. You live in my world. No. That's how it works. No. Yo, your world would be terrible. I'm Goku in my world. Y'all just side characters. <laughs> yeah, you definitely a side member. <laughs> Nah, it's not a good style. <laughs> At least maybe like Tiana or something, bro. Like, or Bulma. Like, damn. You were the random human side characters during the Cell Saga. I'll take I that over dirty. fucking. Nah, I'll take that over a Zyberman. Come on, bro. Nah, now nah, you got the soul sucked out of you by a random, random green creature. Oh, wait, I'm dying to sell? Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah, bad. You, Fuck. You, you, got, you got your whole essence sucked out of you by a random green teacher. I'd rather been like a human when, like, fucking Super Boo killed the world. At least it happened to everyone. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You were literally unlucky person. by some dude's tail. Ah, oh, why you gotta describe it like that? Come on, man. Because I knew it would bring you the most pain. <laughs> At least he gave you the good tip down. Guy. <laughs> nah, that, that shit wasn't even good. <laughs> the worst head of my life. Hey, yo, so hey, so yo. using all teeth. Hey yo, after uh, you done, he's just like it was foul. Uh, <laughs> it like shit. It's cat man. I have a good diet. Nah, man, you're an Overwatch player. Remember? No, I'm not. Hey, yo, Mountain Dew gamer. Bro, most of I'm your diet is fast food. Don't even cap. That's for like the hey, most. Hey, you'll hey, see what hey. I usually eat. Oh, sure, dog. Ain't you eating Wendy's right now? Right? I'm eating nuggets that's protein. Uh-huh. From where? All right, bro. I'm I'm jacked. Yeah. I can eat whatever I want. You know, uh-huh. like so. I don't I don't count as an Overwatch player. I'm fucking <laughs> two. I'm two ten lean. Fucking you know, monster. You know who else is a uh, jacked? Well, Overwatch players benching three plates. None. Fuck them. I'm, I don't count. Kev, who? Ooh. Motherfucking um, Genji motherfucker. Yeah. Barbecue chicken <laughs> motherfucker. Def- he's he's bigger than you, bro. Them shit's made out of, yeah, of rubber. Definitely. He's bigger than you. Asian Impossible. Dude. Goat. All right. So just that was that level up lifting. Just That's like what it every is. other dusty, crusty Cheeto finger Overwatch player. So the, o- o- only slight difference is he's jacked, but like it's not it's not that big of a difference. Posture <laughs> like. My <laughs> posture is not really that good. I do gotta work on my posture. I can't. I can't deny that one. Posture's <laughs> still terrible. He may ain't washed his hair in eight weeks. That's cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's cap. What was the last time then? 
fucking like two hours ago. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure about that? that? Water doesn't just count. Yeah, water doesn't just count. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing your head under the sink ain't enough. Yo, man, we all, yeah, you didn't use. The y'all talk about yourselves. You guys are a little too, a little too graphic with this. Got to you guys. Nah. I bathe. I'm a woman. <laughs> uh, I'll so we know. So, so, so you tell us. <laughs> Could be a femboy. Lost guys. You know that's <laughs> completely possible. See. <laughs> I, I totally could have a big, huge throbbing cock. Didn't you hit on her? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. So you hit on a little high school. You sure you want to go with this uh, you had here? What? That was her? What? I knew shit. <laughs> nah, yeah, she. Nah, she. Nah, now now, now you're just now. making shit. <laughs> now you're just making shit up. Nah, nah, nah. I remember it. Bro, I'm just trying to live. She was drunk, so I'm going to let it pass for a little bit. For like the next bro, one. that then that's just predatory. I was drunk. <laughs> Dang, you a predator now, dog? Who me? Yeah. What? Yeah, she was. Uh, how do you how do you get off topic like this, bro? <laughs> Yo, what? Yo, what? Where are you coming with this? Yo, I don't remember any of this. What is making shit up? It's, it's in the podcast description, like every episode. There is slander. We're not off topic. Oh, all right then. Nah, let me, let bro, me, just making shit up. Get right ready with it. <laughs> Nah, man, I'm, I'm not. How like, can you not remember? That misinformation on the bro, internet. I don't. I remember a lot no. of shit from the years we know. I don't remember that. I'm not even it trying was to like. The same bullshit. time we found out that Cruel had a toilet fetish. What? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's go to that room. <laughs> Cruel has a toilet and old man fetish. What's okay, up with that? I remember that vividly. Why the fuck would we come? Why the fuck would we come up with those things in particular? Like, because you're fucking weird, and you were a bunch of yeah. Yeah. I was, Why does Nina agree with it then? 2016, my guy. Nina's also weird. Everyone <laughs> I knew was weird. We met yeah. on Dick. That's where team meetings happen. No, we, we met on Amino, even worse. No, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about we met up like to do team meetings and stuff back then on Kick. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, Kick. What happened? And, and yes, we met on Amino. So, you know what? I guess the slander session is over because... <laughs> True no Overwatch plays. No one can trust anything any of us say because... I'm trustworthy. <laughs> How did we meet Star? Uh, uh, CGL. Uh, CGL. Oh, I met him through Ink and then I introduced Never him to mind. you guys. Never mind, not trustworthy. You met you through Ink. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Nah, he's nothing like Ink. Nah, do not. Uh, so that, nah, that's, nah. That's, that's, that's an insult actual right insult to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's fighting words right there. Compared <laughs> oh, to Ink, nah. <laughs> I'm a trustworthy what? individual. I thought Ink was like picture perfect you know angel he doesn't do anything wrong you know damn well you don't believe that type in ink on twitter see what pops up overwatch more i'll be seeing you question his tweets too i'll be seeing you question his tweets like on the timeline fuck out of you he tweeting i need head he's like huh excuse me 
<laughs> yes, this is the side of what? She does not really know ink. She does not know. I don't know um, ink, but he I'm sounds like a Man is on. Mita, you have no idea. At the all. scum of the earth and one of our best friends, Saba. <laughs> no. I don't know. His description gives me the ick. Been, been playing with that man before I hit. I, I have no idea if this man would have any redeeming qualities. I, Yo, Mina, Mina, picture um, picture high school me, but like so worse. Dirty. No, no, but, but worse. Yeah, like worse, worse. worse. So worse. greasy and racist. Worse. worse and racist. Like I don't even know, man. <laughs> You're not sorry about the sled. What kind of racist? Ink, ink is not all sorts. Friend, of everywhere, everywhere. I mean. Mo- to everyone, yeah, to everyone, basically. He's <laughs> even friendly fire beyond sometimes too. Yeah, he'll, he'll equal opportunity. <laughs> he's white, and even friendly fire will be on. So, oh shit, he's no white. Say. He's from Ohio. Yeah, came from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god, man. no! Not Yo, why, why, why are you doxing this man? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's some lines you can't cross. Ohio's a big state. Yeah, well, I didn't see where from. I, I don't trust Yeah, him. so he's from uh his <laughs> <laughs> whole address. It's his full name, full government name. They don't find him. Bro, I can't even say his last name, so I couldn't even expose him if I wanted to like that. Yeah, you just lied to his last name as some exotic white. So his now they even know Bro, like, most an exotic <laughs> white. That is wild. <laughs> exotic white is crazy. <laughs> Yo, they can narrow it down even more now. What are you doing? But but it's Ohio, bro. like. <laughs> but it's Ohio. Okay. It's Ohio, nah, you're not, bro. Like, you're not finding nobody in Ohio. No, it's like Ohio's like F-Y-D. dead, just like Chernobyl two point Ohio, bro, the, like. Ohio, the wilderness. Probably. Residents of Ohio just aren't real humans. <laughs> you, you go there, Ohio's just just trees and like shrubbery. That's it. <laughs> nah, that that shit that shit that shit like Iraq. It's a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking like, desolation. Desolate People, dirt. <laughs> yeah, like, shit just fucking the slums. <laughs> Cracked ground. Bro, shit looking like Yemen and fucking Stop. Black Ops 2. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You know, Always bro. raining. Oh, jeez. You don't even want to go there. <laughs> filthy, just filthy. You, know, you can't step anywhere without getting your shoes dirty. Muddy. <laughs> uh, we love you, Wade. <laughs> Not really. You know he ain't listening to this episode. A great individual. We gotta get him in the party. Mina gotta interact with him. <laughs> One day. Let, see, look, nah, if you no. get him he, on... He gonna have his card up, bro. You get, you get <laughs> ink unguarded. <laughs> Don't get him unguarded. He he'll slip. He always Don't even tell him. That's not act. <laughs> he always slips. Bring up Telzax. He'll slip. Yeah, bring up Telzax. <laughs> He's gonna uh, die to a Doomfist once and... He's gonna slip up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Not hard. Not hard. Um, yo, we got we got way off topic. Okay, we know no slander is part of the podcast. We're not off topic, it's fine. But uh back yes, to sir. The other, other topic. The more important one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, okay, we're we're gonna leave off that. Okay, they were talking about features. Oh, here we go. So it continues on to say things rarely go as planned in game development. We struggled to find our footing with the hero mission experience early on. Scope grew. We were trying to do too many things at once and we lost focus. The team built some really great things, including hero talents, new enemy units, and early versions of missions. 
but we were never able to bring together all of the elements needed to ship a polished, cohesive experience. We had an exciting but gargantuan vision, and we were continuously pulling resources away from the live game in an attempt to realize it. I can't help but look back on our original ambitions for Overwatch and feel like we used to use the slogan of Crawl, Walk, Run to continue to march forward with a strategy that just wasn't working. We had announced something audacious. Our players had high expectations for it, but we no longer felt like we could deliver it. We needed to make an incredibly difficult decision, one we knew would disappoint our players, the team, and everyone looking forward to hero missions. The Overwatch team understands this deeply. This, res- this represented years of work and emotional investment. They are wonderful, incredibly talented people and truly have a passion for our game and the work, they, that, work that they do. Lastly, people have wondered why this announcement came at this time. After Overwatch 2 had launched, we started re- refining our plans for future seasons. As those plans grew, we tried to find ways to make all of our ambitions fit together in a plan that we believed in. We couldn't. And we also knew that we couldn't go back to pulling people away from the live game and the live game in service of that original vision again. So, we made the difficult decision to cut hero missions and started planning for the future. From there, we needed to update the vision for the game, game, gain confidence in our new direction, and roll out the changes to the team. The decision was the start of a long process, not the final piece of it. This has been hard for us, but as the director of this project, I have to do my best to make decisions that put the game and community first, even when those decisions are disappointing. In this case, I had trouble pivoting away from a vision that just wasn't working. And for that, I would like to apologize to our players and to our team. I'm sorry. We are focusing our efforts and our passion into making this game an ever-evolving experience. We are still committed to building many of the elements we talked about at BlizzCon 2019, including the story missions that delve into the next chapter of Overwatch Universe. New types of co-op content we haven't yet shared, and new stories that we're planning to tell both in and out of the game. We're excited about this direction, and we can't wait for you to finally get to experience what we've been building. Overwatch was born from the ashes of Project Titan. It was a moment of metamorphosis for the team and the project, and something beautiful came out of it. This is another moment of change, and the future of Overwatch will be born out of it. That's the end of the post. And the end of it's just, you know, a lot of apology. But there was I feel really bad for these developers, especially uh, him. He sounds like really upset that this couldn't work out. Yeah, so, Keller does sound quite... Like, he actually seemed like he was kind of passionate about this whole thing, like, not just a, a fucking money-hungry scumbag. But, so, I feel bad for that part. Uh, just, man, was such a... They've gone downhill so much as a company, man. Like, just, like, the yeah. higher-ups and everything, and just... Uh, yeah, it's really, it's really just unfortunate they got acquired by Activision. Cause it, yeah, that's really all that happened. It was fine before then, but now that now that Bobby Kotick's at the head of it, well, it's nothing. Just pain. Yeah, there there is there is one thing here that did catch my attention. So, where is it? Where is it? Yes, it says here that. We are still committed to building many of the elements we talked about at BlizzCon 2019, including story missions that delve into the next chapter of Overwatch Universe. 
new types of co-op content we haven't yet shared, and new stories that we're planning to tell both in and out of the game. The in and out of the game part. I'm hoping that's not just more like comics and books. It would be very smart of them, what with the disappointment that PvE is not going to be the way it is, it would be very, very smart of them to move towards things like Netflix or something like that. Because if they can, if they can pull off something like Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the amount of people who would come back to Overwatch—that would be huge. Would be huge. Well, not only the amount of people that came back to Cyberpunk, and that's like a single-player solo right. game that was like that came out like two years before the show even came out. Right, right, right. So, that was just man. Yeah, that would be huge. That alone would be able to like buy them some time. It wouldn't buy them any trust back from the community. Certainly not. But it buy them some time to maybe get their shit together, because yeah, that would be a huge one. And then also you consider, even though we feel like Overwatch is pretty, it, it, it's it. I wouldn't really say big anymore, but it's been a talked about subject in the game community. People know of it, even if they only know of it in terms of the absolute fumble of the ball that was. Blizzard dealing with Overwatch. People know of it. Still won't know. Yeah, it's still not mainstream, though. It's still not a normie type of thing you'd see. But if it got on Netflix or some other streaming service and they had a, like, a really good show, which, considering the team behind like the lore and the writers and all of that, I could see it happening. It would make sense for the show to be really good. They just need to get some good animates in there. Maybe hire... UFO table or the people who did uh, a <laughs> UFO table, yeah, UFO table Overwatch. That'd be wild. I mean, a cyberpunk style fucking Overwatch, like the art style. Oh my god, the art style of cyberpunk edge runners was. Oh my god, uh, let me see. Yeah, the same people that did Kill a Kill, bro. Ugh, that would go crazy. That. Put map on the job. Those poor workers slaving away. <laughs> Let's see, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Who handled? I'm pretty. That? I'm pretty sure it's the same animation team that did Kill the Kill. I think. Really? Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Their, um, I don't. I don't remember what they're called though. But the animation team does great work. I think it was Studio. Yeah, here it is. Production companies. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the production company was. Get Madhouse on it. No, no, no. Fine <laughs> thing. Studio Trigger. Studio yeah, Studio Trigger, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Studio Trigger. They got some good fucking animators. Studio Trigger. That'd be that'd be wild. One one of them handle their animation and they just go to town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely if they could do something like that, then I think Overwatch could kind of start to move past this and find themselves mm-hmm. in a better spot. Man, now I'm hyped, man. Now I want a show. Man, Fuck. Yeah, now I really want a show. <laughs> like, uh, or like, at least the art style, how they did the fucking, uh, remember the Doomfist shit? Yeah, the Doomfist. And it was like yeah, that? Yeah. Even, That'd even be like, a, like 3D art, like how they did the Twin Dragons. Like, I was. Yeah, no. Like, even, like literally anything. Even if the Overwatch team kind of did what they do now, their art is good. They just gotta make the, they gotta make it happen. They gotta. Get their shit. Just do it. But again, you know, 
as unfortunate it is, I'm not sure we're going to see it. Just because, again, that takes money. And their management doesn't want to give them any money. <laughs> or, or resources, people, anything. So I don't know. Because, I mean, that's that's the whole... That's the all-encompassing problem that this podcast has been staring at in the face this whole episode. They just don't have the money. They don't have the resources. They don't have the manpower. They don't... (laughs) Blizzard and Activision have money. But Team 4 in particular, the Overwatch team, does not. Just don't want to show up. Yeah. (laughs) They, They have enough money to keep churning out the seasonal content they're giving us. But they don't really have enough to do to go above and beyond the things that we want to see. For as much as we shit on the shit on them, there is just a realization that they are not like League of Legends, Dota. Those entities are kind of they get their funding, and we're not. So we can't we can't grab that kind of attention i guess they just need they yeah. really need just a change in leadership before we're really gonna see like just true over-the-top improvement i think uh it would be so beautiful though <laughs> it would be let's hope let's hope the, the activision blizzard xbox deal goes through and they made they'd get money hopefully please because xbox need ips anyway so, in Overwatch, as much as people shit on it, it's a huge IP, and if if it can just get the proper funding and get what they need done happening, you know, I mean, if they get good funding, they might even be able to actually get this, the hero missions out, and sooner than we think, because it's not as though they don't have any work for it. They do. They just knew they couldn't keep going, but if they had, like, a full team, and they just pick up where they left off, <laughs> it, could be, it could be sooner than we thought. I mean, at this point, we can only hope. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. But, uh, you know, since we've been, since we've been going with this podcast for about two hours now. So I, ah, damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a long one. And that's not even accounting for the fact that this is going to be added on to uh, last week's episode. Bro, so, you know, this, this episode is going to be a huge. Huge fat one, so it's gonna be good for a long drive. Yeah, it's gonna be good for a long drive, four-hour podcast at the least, probably. And uh, maybe like two and a half. But yeah, so uh, wrap it up. Topics, yeah. We can go ahead and wrap it up. Go ahead, uh, yeah. I'll say, I'll say goodbye to the peeps. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Uh, it's actually a fun one. Not gonna lie. Uh, see you guys later. Sir, peace. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Yeah, we'll see y'all. Hopefully, in the next one, we have some better news. But until then, <laughs> this has been the Endless Overtime Podcast, and we're signing out. Peace. <laughs>